kind of cup is old granddad holding? I think we missed the anniversary. No, we didn't. Not according to my calendar. I just went before the show. (laughs) The 27th is what I have written down. Oh, really? Then how is it possible that PATG002 posted on July 30th, 2011? You're telling me we recorded episode two three days after episode one? I don't think so. When did we record episode one? Not two, you idiot. Okay. Episode one. one? Uh, I'm just saying that. (laughs) All right. So wouldn't it be the 23rd? I feel like we did this last year. Did we not? We we never actually knew the real anniversary. However, it does say on our website the official chronicle of the show. Yeah. uh, PATG 001, the beginning. Uh, Episode one Discover what superpowers our heroes don't have. Posted on July 7th, 2011 by Puke. July 7th. That's over a week ago. So the file... See, so here's why I have July 27th. Because the MP3 file for episode one Mm -hmm. was created or modified July 27th, 2011. Now, I don't remember when we actually recorded. We didn't live stream. We recorded on a recorder just plugged in like fucking analog style plugged into a... We had a, board. a thingy on a table. Didn't we have like that? That we had board a little that mixer, had yeah. two four channels. A mixer, yeah. Oh, it had four channels. Oh, you did spoil that. I forgot. Yeah. Welcome to episode four hundred eighty-five. Poor man show. What what got spoiled? Uh, Eric, he I forgot he he, yeah. What? The, I don't have a lot of reasons to play clips of John Cusack movies, and I finally did. But is that what that was? Yeah, Cross Point Blank. Just Jeremy Piven. I feel like that could have been done better. I could have done it better, but I like the I like the idea that it was muted when you did the <laughs> intro, and then I just played that instead. And it was muted when Brett tried to respond to your intro. Hi, Brett. I don't. Ah. Oh yeah, Brett's here. Oh, yeah. I don't know that uh, you just doing things on your own for the show. Like, is I mean, it just confuses everybody else. I feel like it could have been coordinated. Yeah, but <clears throat> see, here's the thing. <laughs> it's just very because confusing. it makes you happy doesn't mean it's, it makes a good show. Because you're a prankster. If you want to do something on your own, you need to do it through a character. I don't do characters. I just do me. That's what I do. Um, so when do you think what the first anniversary is? Also, apparently, uh, the Puke and the Gang anniversary of July 27th is when my dad died last year. Okay, so why do we want that date? I don't know. It's fine with me. That date's already taken. <laughs> I think some... Uh, uh, chat. Jess in the chat what says date? she has it as the 26th. See, what nobody knows. No one fucking knows. Well, that makes sense. If we recorded on the 26th, and then I made the file you so think the twenty seventh in a day. Yeah. Then why does I it say the seventh? Well, because you're stupid. I, uh, I don't know what's wait, the seventh. If I'm wait, stupid, <laughs> it says by puke. Oh shit! You're on to me. <laughs> so it was posted on the seventh. Did we? Did we have a website? I think it might have been June twenty seventh. <laughs> Either was. way, I'm right in that we missed the anniversary. Okay, we can just say we did. Well, yeah. There is an explanation. 
No, there isn't. <laughs> we, we've spent 10 years trying to figure out that explanation. Is your site a WordPress site? Yes. I don't know. Okay. So when the post, was that post created or did you have to go and backfill posts to, to build the website? I feel like we had the website already. You wouldn't have had remember. the website like right Why when you Why would we have had a website? Yeah. Because I was smart. I made a website. I don't know. Where did we even post this you shit? You made a website originally? and you posted it on July 7th by Puke. But yeah, that doesn't necessarily at 11, 11 mean like the post date is not like fi- uh, etched in stone because you can, can change be the post oh, dates God in damn. WordPress. <laughs> so he could have meant to put July 27th and put July 7th. Or it could have been June 27th, though. Also, but... Like, what? if it was posted July 7th and we recorded June 27th, it kind of makes sense. It would take 10 days to figure out how to post a thing on the internet. Oh, yeah, sure. Especially in 2011. Now, let's see here. When was Porkfest 2011? Probably in June. Because I know it was after that, at oh. least. But <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Unless that was in July... And even then, it doesn't give us an answer. I'm trying to find here. Porkfest. This says August when this post was made. Well, then so you're I wrong. So I don't know. Mm. I know. So we, we have learned that the post dates on the website are unreliable or at least questionable. We've also learned that our brains are unreliable. So this is very June. Now we have a June 25th here, I think, maybe for Porkfest. So maybe the 26th. Do any of you guys sense? have tattoos on your bodies? <laughs> we should have, yes. With a time? I do, but if our brains are this unreliable. <laughs> That's why I got this tattoo, so I knew I knew uh, I put the date on it you and the time. A watch. See if it says the but time that Puke and the gang started. <laughs> <laughs> Beep. Uh, it doesn't. Well, so either way, I don't that think was a remarkable ten year anniversary. Oh yeah. Are you sure you guys didn't change the time of when the show started to fuck with me with the Mandela? 9-11-2002 thing? Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure that... Uh, I don't know. I feel like we can just come to an agreement. June 7th. June 7th? That's what you just fucking said. No, it was July posted. 7th. July 7th. I don't know what month it is. Let's just do it August 1st. Yeah, because that's when I started the Army in 2000, so that would be really easy to remember. already taken. No, it's not taken. We can have multiple dates. The 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, we'll just say that'll make it easy. Just every Independence Day, we'll say this is this is the new Portman Show anniversary. August twenty sixth, my birthday. There we go. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. Well, I mean, now that that's cleared up. All right, I got a question. Okay, I, I'm a man who doesn't do a lot of Facebook. I don't make a lot of friends on Facebook. Yes. So when I do make a friend on Facebook, it's a big deal. Like I get these requests and I just go, yeah, I know you in person and I ignore it. Yes. Um, I usually get requests from people I don't know and then I ignore it. Well, I get that too and I ignore it. Like everyone. Oh, you just ignore all. all Right. But it says like who you're mutually connected to and they're always Brett and I'm like, I don't know this person. Right. Because there's these people. I don't know if you get this, Brett, because you're the famous one. So people are just like scrolling through your friends list and they're like, I'm going to be friends with everyone that's friends with Brett. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's really annoying because I'm like, I, I got some friend request recently from somebody in Britain. I think he okay. said he was in England, and it wasn't Jack, unless yeah, Jack has an alias. It's Tim Pool. Yeah, Tim Pool. <laughs> but anyway, if I you want to get that joke, go back to before the show started and listen to that part. Were we even live streaming? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because so Jack was talking to us in the chat. Oh, was he? 
So oh, it we was have a Elijah. chat. Mm. Um, mm. Anyway, the point is, yeah, I delete all friend requests. Yeah, yeah, and that's usually what I do too. Um, but my question is, how long after you make a Facebook friend do you invite them to like the show page? Because I oh, almost never, never do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because some some people on there are like coworkers, and they're not, okay, if, but if they're not a coworker. I don't want them to find out. Yeah, I know. I get it. If they're going to find out anyway. Yeah, you're playing a dangerous game. Yeah. Nobody in my professional world Nobody. knows about this show. Yeah. Although, to be fair, like Joe in New Hampshire, he was a co-worker. He found out about the show. He was a Joe he, worker. Yeah. And then he, he ended up like coming on the show several times, and he's fucking hilarious. He was a good guy. I mean, he still is. I think he's still alive. <laughs> I don't know. Last time I talked to him, he was asking me questions about my old career mm-hmm. as a diamond turning operator. And mm-hmm. I was like, I haven't done that for three years. And he was like, what? He didn't have any idea. I, I hadn't done like that specific job for since I moved to New Hampshire. Tell pretty much. Show. Yeah, he used to. I don't know huh, if he stopped listening because we're not. How many people stop listening because we're not in New Hampshire? And they're just like, whoa, can't listen to him. They're not. I don't think many. Fucking porcupines. I bet there's some. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of New Hampshire and famous people. Yeah. People are mad at Brett. They should be. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got in trouble. What happened? Why? Uh, somebody oh. wrote about school sucks in the paper. It's a, oh, Laconia, uh, New Hampshire paper. Yeah. Uh, singling out a friend of ours. I don't even know. Should I mean? Should I even mention his name? Yeah, it's in the article. Okay. Oh, there's this guy. He's been on the show. Osborne. Okay. Well, now people looking for things about him. (laughs) Maybe leave his name out of the show notes. Are they going to? Well, unless they're a member of the poormanchow.com slash VIP private channel lounge for as little as $5 a month, they won't be able to listen to any of those shows. These are people who will pay $5 a month. Good. I hope they pay 10. Yeah. They're part of some kind of a super pack. They get, yeah, yeah. They get money to get behind paywalls. There's, really? They have listening parties. So the, there's the NSA on the one side. Right. And then there's these people <laughs> on the other side. Right, 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 right. So uh, Jason Osborne, or Osborne, uh, has become political in New Hampshire, and he has made some enemies. And well, they're trying to drag his name through the mud by associating him with what show? School sucks. Yeah, can you believe podcast. that it's not Portman show? <laughs> I mean, they had choices and they picked yeah. mine. And they said something. Uh, it's probably because they couldn't spell our show name, so they were just like, "Well, fuck." True. It. Ah, what? Can you see the part about me? Because I can't see it from here. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, where was it? I was I'd reading like this. Read His extreme views. The whole par- okay, the whole paragraph. Nationally, the U.S. Congressional Freedom Caucus endorsed extremist Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican of Georgia, for Congress. The majority of New Hampshire Republicans chose Free Stater Jason Osborne as the majority leader. His extreme views are reflected in his deep involvement with the School Sucks Project, which aims to do away with all schools, public and private. He is succeeding. Where are the fucker kids going to go to school then, bitch? <laughs> he is succeeding here in New Hampshire. The GOP passed the budget, which provides more than $4,000 per child for anyone who already has or wants to pull their children from public school. Representative Osborne was a sponsor of this initiative. Brett. Yeah. Rebuttal. Do you want to close down all schools, public, private, in space? I think I Peri- <laughs> I think I said in episode one, uh, I don't give a fuck about that. So I don't know. I think this is interesting. Osborne texted t- it to me this morning. Did are you he ever trying write to, back to me? Are you trying to say that like 
maybe this uh, silly bitch in, in the wrote to a newspaper might have stuff wrong. Well, that's yeah. not nice. She could be part of the listening party. At the NSA, though. No. There's the NSA listening party. Oh, this is the New Hampshire that hates us listening party. But, okay. So we're all upset that there's like um, the story time for children with the with the drag queens. Mm. The drag queen story hour. Yeah. Now it's the uh, dildo. There's a dildo clown. Oh, I segue. I don't even realize it. Yeah. Um, oh, that was in Britain. Yeah, I did hear about that. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Before we get into that, I think we can capitalize on this here. So if these people are having listening parties and they're trying to ruin us, possibly, let's just assume they are. I assume there's hundreds of them that are all gathering on a Zoom meeting and listening to <laughs> us right now. They're just not chatting because they're chatting with each other and not us. So welcome, all of you. Um, as our good friend Julia used to say, welcome faggots. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Then... <laughs> I think that if they're doing drag queen story time for kids, we could do Portman show story time for kids. All right. How they should just let us into the classroom. How does that look, though? How do we set that up? Because I think it's a great idea. Do we actually read stories from kids and then just no, play we tell drops? stories about us? Oh, but yeah. how does that encourage kids to read? We just do this show. We don't need to encourage kids to read. I encourage them to listen. And Hi, pay kids. Us. We never read. And here's know. what I, happened. I haven't thought this through. Let us tell. Let us tell you about the last thirty years since we decided You're not to. You're on to something. <laughs> since we decided not to read. How much do you know about shitting yourself, kids? Yeah. Let us <laughs> let, let us learn you some. Right. Ah, boy. Yeah, I don't know. See, uh, Bridget in the chat thought it was the 25th. Sorry, there's no way to know. <laughs> no. Let's just make it an know. anniversary week. Days are gay. We'll just make it the whole week. It's anniversary week. Andrew, write down days are gay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Speaking of gay, I no, I I do think that that he is was a good idea. Real loud about fags to have a, an anniversary week. Uh, I think that kind of settles it. It doesn't pin it down to a date. Like I was gonna end school sucks on August fifth, which was the date that it started twelve years earlier. I was like, why do I want to pin myself to that? It, how could it, you possibly yeah, know what day you know it started? When you started? Because I know what day the first show was. Wow. Just I don't know. We it have seems better, impossible. We have better record keepers, maybe. <laughs> Who's your record keeper? Okay, so Who do you pay to keep records? it was originally on a feed where you cannot alter the date. So the first day that I posted an episode was August 5th, 2009. I know that for a fact. You probably find a Facebook post from me <laughs> or a MySpace post from me talking about it. Oh, well, MySpace. So, uh, yeah, so I know the start. But I was like, why? I'll miss all kinds of opportunities if I end before I travel and then before I see my family. And it, it you know, puts me on a timetable that isn't necessarily helpful. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do the end of the month. August is the anniversary month. So that's that. Yeah, just call it some snow days. You got to make up for snow days. Yeah, you got to make up for fucking snow days. <laughs> you were in New Hampshire after all. After all. Yeah. Right. So what do you think? Uh, do you think these Dems in New Hampshire are coming for you? Uh, and no. Your, your calls for ending all schooling period? Well, you're actually, <laughs> this is a letter to the editor. So this is just some nitwit who right. can say whatever she wants because. And then the editors are like, mm, yes, I agree with that. I'll post that. Right. I, I looked into this, though, this morning. Publish that. How much? When I saw this, I, I Googled this bill. Okay, what is the bill? HB 544. Okay. It's the Congressional Budget Bill mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but I looked into this, and I saw a bunch of outrage from Democrats, obviously. Okay. And lengthy articles, lengthy write-ups from state reps. And the interesting thing is, like, they had to... 
these articles had to get pictures and quotes from people who first they had to obviously announce their race and then the race of those that they're closest to like 40 like, 40 meter sprint or I'm an in, I'm a woman from India. I've lived here for 30 mm, years but I'm from India. I'm married to a black man. My children liberal are women love to be married to a black man. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I used to hear that in Facebook arguments. No, the big thing now that I'm seeing is uh black woman white guy. Really? That seems to be the new trend. Black woman white guy. Mhm. Hmm. What do what do these black women want with whites? I don't think they do. I just think oh, they it's just what's they, on commercials. Oh, well, I think they want to be like, huh, look at this black woman. She got herself a white man. Now she's in charge. But if it's if it's of that political persuasion, that white man isn't coming up with any kind of a scheme. No, He's looking I, for a woman <clears throat> to follow. Well, maybe, but <gasps> oh, there you go. That, that could be part of it. Is it possible that they're trying to rehumanize white men? Black women? No. The left? Yeah. Media why? companies. Why, why, no, why, not, the, not the left. Companies. Why would they want to rehumanize white men? Because alienating them loses them a lot of money. Mm. But the, there's a, a, a plenty large enough group of, of white men who go, yes, I, uh, I have the terribly misfortune, a terrible misfortune of being born a man. No, not true. And well, yes, white. you're right. There is a portion of them that do that. And I've dedicated my life to, you know, giving back. Oh, shit. Anyway. Well, I have some updates to your oh, shit possible. in a second. Yeah. However, I, I agree with that statement, but those aren't the people who have money. So advertisers who are only care about money, they don't care about being woke. If being woke gets the money, then they will do that. Okay, so I get this angle too. Yeah, this makes right. sense. So they can't just perpetually shit on white men. And while... Because yeah, you're saying there's not a large enough group of white men who want to be shit on. Right. And the ones that want to be shit on are probably not the ones that have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. The ones that have a lot of money don't take the time to get shit on. Ah, there could be like, you know, they have tech jobs. Yeah, a few of them. Sure. Okay. But are those even men anymore? Yeah. Like if Kaczynski <laughs> is a man, mm-hmm. what is a tech job guy? So we want to set a spectrum, yeah. right? With Kaczynski, obviously, yeah, at one end, and Zuckerberg at the other. Okay, yeah, I think that's uh, uh, yeah, as far as like a, a masculinity scale, from Kaczynski to Zuckerberg. I don't know. Okay. Did you guys see Zuckerberg's video from over the Fourth of July weekend, where he's no? Why would I watch a thing? video from that man? And yes. I told me there was a Kaczynski video from 4th of July weekend. <laughs> I'd be super intrigued. Anyway, Zucky Boy was on a uh, one of those cool hydrofoil fucking surfboard things on a lake, and he's got a f- American flag. It was probably the most patriotic thing he's ever done. Ah, uh, there's a, there's a, a message maybe, in there, isn't it? And it's this. I think the message is, look at me, I'm rich as fuck, fuck all of you. No, oh. it's look at this thing that I'm on that you don't even know what it is because <laughs> right. you're too poor. Yeah. Here I am That's holding the said. American flag. Yeah. This is <laughs> This is a takeover. This is a sign that the takeover like, is complete. I'm going to I'm going I control everything in America now from atop my hydrofoil surfboard. Yes, Casey's like, "Look, you can't get me. 
I'm going very fast. You don't even know what I'm on. <laughs> and and yeah, I'm, yeah, he's I'm like, absconding with this with your country. And the hydrofoil is like raised above the water surface, so he's like, you know, like he's he's elevated on a plinth above all the plebes that have to just swim in the water. It's like he's speaking from a podium that is in perpetual motion. Yeah. Not only is it a podium, it's a podium that allows him to podium like from walking on water like a Jesus. Because hmm. it's elevating him up, right? Like, yeah. Like, I know what a hydrofoil is, but most people don't, I don't think. Oh, that's a good point. Because what do they care? If you're listening to the show and you don't know what a hydrofoil is... It's way cooler than off. it sounds, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool. I don't know. It sounds like foil. It uses the Bernoulli effect in reverse underwater. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet you even less people know what that is. Well, uh, um, they should learn. This is their opportunity. We're a history Brett, show. can you explain the Bernoulli effect? It's what makes planes fly. Okay, good. Or what makes hydrofoils work for Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'm, I'm impressed. Um, Larry in the chat says he has seen the same as far as the white guy, black woman thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm you and he's down by the Mason Dixon. Is he? Yeah. Well, he's south of it, but. Wait, is this the Larry that we know in person? This is a different nope. Larry. No, this is a different Larry. Uh, Larry we Wait, know in you person is also Larry? down south. Yeah, he is. Is this like, Jesus, too many Larrys. I met him personally. He arranged a beautiful time for me in uh, his town. Wow. I, I tend to like the man um, from what I can tell. Well, he listens to the show. Well, so we, How yeah. the fuck could we not like him? He made an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Anthology a, of all my characters. He's one of the most significant people that we know. Brett should be sucking his dick. I better have a uh, fucking drop about that. Oh, so good to be here. I don't know. That didn't the first <laughs> one I could get to. That was all right. <laughs> yeah, you keep playing drops of me until you find one where I say I like sucking dicks. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, do me a favor and don't make that a drop. Well, anyway, uh, sorry. I'm looking for drops. But ah. earlier you said, oh, shit about something. You said you had updates. Bridget. Who is the listener that knows all said in the chat, hey, when did you have your hernia surgery? That was episode two, wasn't it? It was. So See, I remember that. I, I have a fucking memory. I went to, well, yeah, because we all listened to it. So I went to my calendar and I looked up the year 2011, the month of July. I have right here, I'll put it on the big screen, on the 26th of July. What day is Juneteenth? Can that be our anniversary? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So on the 26th of July, I have a calendar entry to do 5 p.m. Puke in the gang. So with Michael Garcia, possibly. Okay. So here's the thing. And then I had my surgery August 1st. Oh, shit. And then we must have recorded the day after on that Tuesday, which was August 2nd, because that was episode two, wasn't it? No, that doesn't make sense. Because it says episode two, the 30th on the website. I don't know what's happening. Now, here's here's another possibility. Like Brett was saying, if we didn't have a website initially, which maybe we didn't, because I don't <laughs> fucking remember. I don't know when the fuck we made a website. Yeah, when do you get a website? How do you get a website? <laughs> Nick might know. But yeah, if we put in the dates, if we rec- re- 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 retroactively put in the dates, like a year later when we're like, well, I guess we should have a website. Yeah. Because we were probably just throwing this shit up on, on like, we had to have a website, though, because we were throwing See, this shit up okay. on like iTunes. I don't know. I don't remember. This is too long to do a podcast. It is too long to do a podcast <laughs> yeah. this many years. 
If we had done it right, we would have 10 years ago, we would have thought, okay, how would Kaczynski handle this? Would he do a podcast and just put it out on the internet and have no confidence of when he started it or finished it or anything? Yeah, he would have like an entire like shelf of notebooks. It would be documented, about that first, yeah. but there'd also be fucking postage stamps stamped onto the <laughs> goddamn package of the podcast. Yeah. And every episode would out be people. filled with nails. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- and then the other thing, well, I guess I don't have any photos. Did I take any photos? I'm going to go into the archives, go into artwork, go into show. Yeah. I was wearing a, a V-neck white t-shirt. Show photos, 2011. Oh, not good. The first photo I ever took of episode three was November 17th. Hey, you know what, Which, listeners? That doesn't make any Fuck sense. You. <laughs> we'll do a show when we figure this shit out. You sit here and wait. But I don't know if my surgery, because wasn't it episode two? It was episode two because episode one was in the apartment that you and 72 other immigrants <laughs> shared with Nick, <laughs> right? They were and Michael and his children and God, Luther was not there. Not really, but yeah. What do you mean, not really? Were they immigrants? No, I just used that. I didn't mean them specifically. I just said the immigrants kind of, I mean, because Michael when you was, live with a bunch of people, you say immigrants. Was he an immigrant? He's not he's, an immigrant. He's, he's just, Cuban. Oh, he's Cuban. Oh, interesting. Or he's Cuban-American. Is he from Cuba? That's what Cuban means. No, no, no. Now, people say things like, I'm German or I'm Italian, but was he born in the United States or in Cuba? I think so. I think so. What do you mean you think so? What, what the, I'm you pretty didn't sure he was born question. in Cuba. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I, I asked if he was born in America or Cuba, and you go, I think so. <laughs> Explain I, yourself. Okay. All I know is I borrowed a Cuban family <laughs> to try and get leniency from a judge. Oh, yeah. So Let's see here. So if I go into posts, all posts, how long is it going to take me to get to episode one? I'm scrolling, scrolling. We made it to 64. Scrolling. Still scrolling. What? what are you even scrolling through? I want to know what episode two was. I'm, I'm telling you, episode two brought, brought by low intestinal escape. I don't know what that means. So this says August 30th. It says July 30th. Yeah, July 30th. Because then August... But see, that's stupid because I have August 1st was the... Surgery. Oh! <gasps> This is what, what I'm saying. It makes no sense. We'll never know. But right. yeah, so... Let's it, see when episode three was. Let's you know see. why I said intestinal escape? Because when you have a hernia, your like, meat rips open and your intestines okay, so kind of poke out. Okay, so episode two was clearly hernial. Yeah. And, we're, and so episode one, we're around your kitchen table with somebody doing laundry next to the kitchen sink. Yeah. Because that was such a horrible place to live. I don't know how you guys. It was fine. It Could was we be good. in a time loop? Yeah. Is this a pre? Have you ever heard of a predestination paradox? No. It's kind of like what happened in Terminator, where uh, Kyle goes back, right? And John Connor is in the future, right? And he's mm. like, "Hey, I need you to go back and protect this lady." Right, but he doesn't go back and say, "Hey, I need you to fuck my mom and make me." <laughs> but what does Kyle do? He goes back and he fucks her and makes John the guy who sends him back in the future. Meanwhile, uh, or later on in 1984, after he goes back and even after he fucks her and inseminates her with future John, she crushes the T, the uh, T uh, 800. Eight, no, the 800. Uh, the 1, oh, yeah, the 1000 was movie. the liquid metal. Okay. In the hydraulic press at Cyberdyne Systems. Cyberdyne Systems finds the thing and goes, we could use this for our new technology. Yeah, they go, it's okay. There's still an arm. Or and hand. so she yeah. also makes and fucking chip- si- uh, Skynet. Right? Mm. Yeah. Now, 
if this guy doesn't go back, does that not happen? Or do things just always happen that way? Has Was Puke in the gang maybe just always there? And this is like our limited <laughs> right. human minds trying to find a starting point for it that actually doesn't exist. I think at this yeah, point, yeah, it's worth contemplating. Does the past even We're in exist? a causal loop. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Do you guys remember doing the first show? Yeah, I was just I was just explaining it. There was a laundry machine in the kitchen, and we were at the table. And then episode two, I, I had surgery. I, I was high as fuck. It was the the day after. I was in. We were, I was sitting at my desk in the apartment. How my you, apartment. How do you know my this apartment. isn't your mind continuing to play tricks on right. you? That's and what... you're confabulating a memory from some other show, and you're saying this must be the first show because I remember oh, this. Thing. I'm not retarded. Are you really gonna be? No, no, no. It doesn't have to be a deal with being retarded. Was Jack Nicholson in retarded retarded in The Shining? When he didn't know that he had always been the caretaker? Hmm. Well, when you put it like that. These are two movies that people <laughs> need to look at to understand what's going on here. The Shining, T1, and T2. That's three movies. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Causal loop. So We're adding more movies every time we go through the loop. I know what you're saying when, you, when you're saying that you think you remember episodes one and two yeah because on the surface i think i remember episodes one and two but let's slow it down on for a second surface. let's think about it do i actually remember doing episodes one and two the answer I is don't know, no dude. we need a hypnotist well i do i actually remember what we talked about on episodes one and two really but those memories could have been implanted simply from listening see to episodes no, but, but my memories my memories are visual two visual I have visual memories too. I remember hovering above the table and seeing you and Luther sitting there trying That's to fix photo. the mixer. Oh fuck! We have a That's photo. That's a photo. We have a photo. Why that is it memories not? in my brain Where's too? Where's that photo? It's not in the I'm archives. I'm on the left in a white V-neck T-shirt. Here's where things really start to get fucked. And then the second gunman's on the lawn. When you remember something, when you remember something, you're only remembering the last time you remembered it. Yes, this mm. is what I'm saying. Do you so guys I'm not remembering the event. I'm remembering the memory of the event. And that memory could be my memory. It could be a photo. It could be a recording or any combination of any of the uh, above. Where's that photo at? If we took a photo. I don't know, but I, I know, know I've seen that photo. <laughs> mm. Notice how the guy who's really good at Photoshop suddenly goes kind of quiet. <laughs> Do you guys remember me ever being on the show before now? Nope. No, no, no. Shit. <laughs> Other than the like 10 years of photos I went through earlier today for no reason. Went through? I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just saying there's lots of possibilities. <laughs> there's lots of possibilities for what we could be dealing we with. We got to find that photo. Right. Somebody find us that photo if you're listening. Jack, you're in Britain. You know how to find photos, right? I don't know why that makes any sense. It doesn't. Now I know that. The chat is real outside of this because I've met Larry and Carrie and I see their names. You know, I'm looking at the chat right now and there's nobody in this chat besides Pukeschmill that I've met in person. Well, I'll vouch for two of them. What? Bridget's in there. Oh, wait. Yeah, I met Bridget. I didn't see her. I'm looking at the screen and her name's not there. Yeah, I can't see her. I met Eric in person and his name's not there in the screen, though, either. Right. Um, now I'm searching for photos. This is this is terrible content. But my question never got I'm, answered. Why? why how quickly it? do you introduce somebody to the show? Well, mm -hmm. what kind of a friend is it? Never. Just somebody you decided. To, someone. 
that I would be okay with going accept request on Facebook. Somebody you know in real life? Yeah. Because I wouldn't accept the request. From Is it work-related? Nope. Uh, right away. I mean, let's fucking get into it. Yeah, I kind of feel like, why not? Like, why not? It's like fucking uh, pull that Band-Aid off right away. Yeah, I agree because, well, work, work. It's not work. Well, if it's not work, then, yeah. But, like, because work has a little bit of a, you got to be a little bit careful. You kind of have to understand people, maybe. I don't know. But most people, at like, anybody at work that has found this show has either been like, oh, I listened to an episode and it was like I got bored or something. Good. Here's my new thing. You so, want, sorry, if it's ahead. a personal person, though, if it's a friend, if it's a relationship, whatever, they should know who you really are. And this show is who we really are, fags. Yeah, and there, here's the other thing. Yeah, that's a good title. Um, <laughs> what I think now, now I've come, this hasn't always been easy, right? Because we had kind of a, a hard, I had a hard time with this back in like February when somebody I care about very much found a show where I said jizzing with women is not worth it, <laughs> right? And that was hard for me. Uh, Justin's so, going to have such a lot of work for this. But. At this point, how many jerks between the three of us? 35,000. In this world, right, we want to say, hey, do you want to like me? This is who I am. This yeah. is what I do. I, if it's not work-related, I mean, I am different from all the shitheads. And you think that listening to the show... Yes, that, I think oh. it is. <laughs> I think it does. All right. I'm going to... Fine. I'll do it before I more about it i forgot how to do it <laughs> so what kind of so there's somebody in your life that you want to introduce to well, the show like, and you're at scared. a certain point like if i meet somebody enough times in person yeah. then i'll be like okay accept request uh, what oh, we're back to I facebook know, or something? Yeah, yeah i know you all mm. don't operate this way you're like oh i got a friend request oh they're connected to me through three people and it looks like a fucking bot yeah accept I go, okay, no, I've met I, you, I, I, I've met you six that. times. <laughs> Maybe now I'll hit accept that request. I, I don't even think I've looked at friend requests in like two years. So hmm. I don't even have Facebook on my phone anymore. <sighs> oh, man, now I'm bummed out. I made it finally to the end. I was just scrolling for the last like two or three minutes. <laughs> I made it to the end of Facebook albums, and we don't have... It starts with like it episode 13. <laughs> episode 13, so episode... Where's that photo for episode one? I'm so, this is going to drive me crazy. But you do remember that photo because I remember the exact same photo. I thought photo. it was a memory, but it turns out it's a photo? It's a photo. Because you're like, I remember looking down at the table and I go, yeah, yeah me too. Looking down at myself. It's an implanted memory. It's like we're w looking down on Wayne's basement, only yeah, oh, that's yeah, yeah, not yeah. Wayne's basement. <laughs> what I'm that's saying your is, though, breakfast. you're implanting the memories. By just having experienced the thing, period, or like, what do you mean? No, no, no. I'm saying you're making the memory out of other things. That's what I. Oh. That's what I think is happening. Is but like then how can both of us have the same memory? Um, because there's a photo that exists. But there. both of you have the same memory, but you don't have the date of that memory. Could have happened. July 26th. Maybe. <laughs> I'm sticking with that. Okay, so I'm changing my calendar to July 26th, and then my dad dies the next day. So. James is in his calendar. Andrew's on his phone. Over to me. I'm Brett. And uh, we had several things that we thought about getting into, but okay, you're done. So what was this <laughs> bill, Andrew, that you were talking about? Did we finish that thread? It's a success for me if we never come back to it. But if you want to come back to it, what I'd be bill? interested. Just this New Hampshire bill, was there anything more to say about oh, that? Um, 
Yeah, what was interesting is like, it. okay, the feeling I got is the opposition to this bill was just, look, you know, here's who we got that doesn't like the bill. They check these boxes. They're not a smart person. We're not saying they're a smart person. We're not saying they're, they're valued based on merit. Mm-hmm. We're saying they're totally 100% valued based on their attire, because it's an ethnic attire, whether or not they have a spot in the middle of their forehead, for example, and like some weird scarf thing that might wrap around their head. I don't even know what it's called. But, you know, an ethnic <laughs> attire. We could call it a dashiki and then no, maybe no. edit in some other word when we find out I'm wrong. Right. Sure. So I'll do that. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know that Indians wear dashikis. Oh, it's an Indian. Okay, yeah. I didn't know it was all one person. I thought you were just... Uh... Who does wear dashikis? I want. I don't think any of us actually sheiks, know, but that sounds too easy. Yeah, maybe some kind of uh, African group. Very mm. cheeky. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh no, I'm thinking of Sikhs, but oh. that's a dasiki. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just that they promoted this person who didn't come off as smart. Mm-hmm. I think they're hurting their own cause by it, and then I'm I'm thinking, who actually can't read between the lines here? No one's actually believing this. Because what I what think played out in reality? That that dumb. The bill went through, mm-hmm. right? Yep. The opposition to the bill lost. Mm-hmm. The opposition to the bill are promoting these people who are coming off as dumb. So in the end, the scoreboard, the score is one thing that counts. In a hockey game, in the end, what <laughs> matters? Yeah, it doesn't matter that everyone's white. It's right. just like who got more goals. George LaRock is a person. Okay, yeah, that's true. Do you know who that is? Yeah, he's a black hockey player. Oh, wow, okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't... See, well, I mean, that goes a long way with them, they think. Standing up for some identity. I think there's plenty of sad, dumb people that would believe shit like this. Right. Because there was, there was... Going back to Facebook, somebody shared a thing... So I don't know if you guys, I know Andrew didn't, he doesn't pay attention to anything, but they, huh? they came out and they're like, there was articles came out that said like in, um, there was more job creation in Biden's first five months of presidency versus Trump's first five months of presidency. Now, if you take that at face value, you go, oh my God, Biden's good pretty. But if you don't have any fucking context you don't think critically about that statement and realize that uh, that's because for tw- the year of 2020, everyone was fucking forced to stay at home, right, by the government. So it's an absolutely retarded fucking metric to apply. And somebody had posted this on Facebook, and I said, Jesus Christ, how many people like believe this or whatever? It's so fucking sad. And then like a day later, somebody commented, and they're like, oh, see, the numbers are there. What do you mean? How can you deny it? Because they did, they can't fucking think critically or they're just trying to make a point where they're retarded. They don't care about critical thinking. They don't thinking. care. This yeah, is the trophy of winning the culture war. Right. That's you what's depressing s- is yeah. that, yeah, these people, they're just like, they're like a child that like, uh, like when you're a kid, right? When you would take a friend's hand and like hit their own face and you're like, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting your own face? But you're the one moving their arm, right? I so used that analogy on the show one what? time. Yeah, like 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Well, I'm You a guys may or may not have started your show at that time. <laughs> I think that's when I started. We started our shows. We heard that analogy on your show, and then we decided. But when? Oh shit! 
I just changed my calendar to say July 26th, so that's the that's official now. I'm going with July 26th because it was on my calendar. It was on my calendar. Well, <clears throat> do you have a calendar? Yeah. Why didn't you put it on your <laughs> calendar? Well, geez, uh, I, I could see. Yeah, well, really? You haven't thought to check yet? Like, There's no way I put it on my calendar. No, because you were way too stoned and dumb back 10 fucking I was way too busy. I, was, <laughs> I, I worked at a you job. You were filled with weed and bread. And anxiety. <laughs> that must have been why we were doing it on Tuesday. It doesn't make I any don't sense. think we did it on a Tuesday. Oh. It kind of does make sense we did it on a Tuesday, because you know what? I bet Occasionally, I had off on Wednesday. Yeah, so like, and and it was if it was at five, so that was like none of us were at work. I wouldn't be awake still. The mm. show was Sunday at three for the longest time. Yeah, but I, I guarantee you, I bet it was something so, to do with your fucked up bread schedule. All I'm saying, because you worked on Sundays and Mondays and all that shit. I didn't work Sundays usually. Oh, I don't know. So all I'm the saying only person is we have zero confidence. We need that, Nick. That the published was date there. of episode one is incorrect. It's not correct. Yeah, the published date is incorrect. On that. Yeah, but if we look at the published date of episode two, July thirtieth, and reverse back one week, that would be July twenty third. Thirtieth. <laughs> and I'm going with twenty sixth. I don't care what twenty third. It's officially as the king of Portman Show. I declare it's the twenty. <laughs> My name's in the title. Was. <laughs> You don't think this was all a ploy to get your name out of the title so you know we're, long, we're no longer so the I king? So I can no longer be the king? Damn it! I've been usurped! Oh, well, we hit a lull here. Um, I guess Andrew's getting messages. I can hear it and feel it buzz through the table. I just want to say I love the, the studio changes here in uh, we need more Man Show Studio. And what I was saying like right before the show started was I think it would be a good idea. As you can see, there's like this uh, translucent uh, thing behind me, or I think this is translucent. It's, a it's kind of. It's a Tyvek drop cloth that I got, and then I originally stuck it to the ceiling thinking that I could make a diffuser panel for the lights in the ceiling, and it didn't really work out. Um, Andrew's doing fucking shadow puppets. Yeah, <laughs> because this could be the fourth person. Yeah, everybody mic. knows what a duck looks like. Everybody can do the it's duck. A dog. What? Yeah. No, it's a duck. It can be a duck. Oh, or a that's dog. that's a duck. I think it's. And look, it has a tongue. I what can if only see a, it in the delay. What if it's a duog? Don't eat my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Man, remember shadow puppets? How they were so amazing when you were six. Well, that's what I was saying. I never we, thought they were amazing. We we this is what we do. Okay, we get a slightly more translucent sheet. <laughs> the Shadow Puppet Podcast. What? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> What a great podcast. Here's the idea. You take a light source, you put it all the way at the back of that room behind this sheet, right? Okay. Then you put a train track, <laughs> right? Like a motorized uh, train track that goes in a circle in front of the light source. Okay. And it casts the shadows onto the wall. Yeah. So it looks like there's a whole bunch of activity happening back there. Like people they could just be action figures. You action know, figures sitting on top of the train cars. We glue them to the train cars. And then it goes around in a circle looking like people are always walking by. You know what would be a lot easier than that? It's just a projector. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could project like <laughs> right from here up on the wall. No, That's no, crafty, no, no, though. no. The projector is behind the screen and it can project anything through the screen. That's It's called rear projection. You ha You once owned a TV that did that. Mm -hmm. It was Andrew's TV before. I gave it to him. It yeah. was given to me. So that I mean, 
Unless you just really want to get into trains, like model trains with little people shadows. <laughs> I want to do both. Oh. So, I, I don't know. I say it's something to think about, but the improvements are great. Looks great in here. Love the light. Well, don't get too used to it, because it'll be gone soon enough. Plato's like, Cave. Yeah, well, Plato's Cave is the story of these people. It's, yeah, very apropos, actually. Um, who, their entire existence is, they're chained up staring at a wall and then behind them Mm. and they can never know about this there is a fire that they never see and there are people putting little um like dolls and stuff in front of the fire and it looks like it's dancing on the wall and that's what they think of as reality so they can't see the flickering of the flames or feel the heat not they they don't know the flickering because they've never they've only ever seen the wall so they can't they don't know the flickering of the flame so their reality is the shadows cast on the wall And then one of them gets free and gets not only sees the whole setup here, but goes outside and sees that there's a whole world. Wow. So he comes back and he says, hey, shitheads, (laughs) this ain't it. And they kill him. Oh, because he's like, this is it. Because they're like, uh, it's, it's, um, what is it, Galileo, when he said the earth revolves around the sun. Yeah. And for a hundred years, people are like, fucking dude's an idiot. Yeah. Oh, man. I just posted this great quote. Oh, geez. I love it. And I'm just going to talk until I can. Did you hear about this guy, Galileo? Fucking thinks the fucking earth revolves around the sun, bro. Goddamn idiot. I was on Twitter. Twitter tablets. I think they might have known. Who's that? I saw this quote. I was like, holy shit. This is such a great quote. The masses have never thirsted after truth. They turn aside from evidence that is not to their taste, preferring to deify era if era seduce them. Whoever can supply them with illusions is easily their master. Whoever attempts to destroy their illusions is always their victim. Mm. Gustave Lebrun, The Crowd, A Study of the Popular Mind. Sounds like a Nazi. I love that quote. Is it arrogant to believe that everyone else is stupid and you're not? This is a problem that I keep thinking of because I'm in shady side yesterday going, what the fuck is wrong with people? And then I go, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me for saying that? Because that's yeah. what they're saying. That's what's created their whole worldview. Yeah. Is that people are Everybody fucking stupid. Everybody thinks everyone else is stupid. Yeah. Mm. And like, how do you get out of it? It's like a like a, a, a predestination paradox. But like today, uh, LA's gone back to ma- indoor masking for fuck's sake. Looks like we've uh, had a year and a half of realizing, like anybody that has the, the goddamn brains to look at the data can understand that that shit ain't doing shit. <sighs> it's not, yeah, but it's not about that. I saw I was outside yesterday in Deutschtown, right on the edge of Deutschtown, and there's a group of like 15 people, and they're all wearing masks when they've got clipboards and they're scheming something. They had clipboards. Yeah, they were they were trying to. It was like a petition that they were trying to get people to sign. Hmm. So yeah, master. What was the petition? Did you go find out? I tried. Believe me, I did a whole sleuthing thing, and I couldn't. All (laughs) all I could find is somebody who asked if they wanted me to sleuthing. Didn't you just walk up and be like, "What you fucking?" No, no, because uh, I I wouldn't fuck with a group of people like that. Yeah. In this for the show. In this body. (laughs) <laughs> what does that mean? The body of a uh, white a man. White, yeah. Oh, man. but it was. I mean, it was a mixed group of people, but it oh. doesn't mean they're gonna like me. You just come running up without a mask. Yeah, the, yeah. There was that too. Out. Only one. Only the person talking didn't have a mask on, and I wonder if that's like a new status thing. Like, if you're elevated to a certain status, you don't oh, have yeah. to wear the mask. Yeah, hmm. it's very interesting religious. way to think of that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, religious. I mean, it's it's basically fucking religion. They have their fucking magic totems. So you're having a real problem feeling superior to people, and then realizing that's how they feel to everyone around them. And it seems like the solution is right there. What? That you you were hey we're all doing it. Let's join hands. Oh. Well, this brings up a question. I think I've figured out the most, uh, the worst question in the universe, mm-hmm. but also the most significant. Do you want to know how smart you are? Um, sure. I mean, I have some idea. But if you really knew for certain, hmm, would that information be I don't think helpful? so because I already know that I'm not like the smartest, but I know I'm not the dumbest. Okay, so that so, so you're if I was in the range of everybody, if somebody, that's no clarity. I'm on the top of that bell curve. Okay, slash but bottom. the top of that bell curve. <laughs> I don't know. Still doesn't tell me where you're or is at. That the smartest between people? Kaczynski and Zuckerberg. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I know that I because even if I was able to somehow get a quantifiable answer to how smart you are ranked amongst humanity. Would that information even help? Well, let's see if we can figure it out. I mean, let's figure it out. Let's give each of us... All right. Practically speaking, how many people are smarter than me, meaning that they can do... They have skills and can do... Like, how many things have people learned? Wait a minute. What what sample size? Are we talking planet-wise? If you're talking planet-wise... No, I just mean... You're already smarter than... I don't even mean relative to other people. I mean relative to yourself. Like, <laughs> like no, how close are you it, to reaching your potential? Am I smarter than me? No. Then how the fuck would I change no. what the hell smart like, me am is? Am I really right? Like, I have thoughts about something. Okay. Are these thoughts correct? There's no way to really know. Because no matter how much information yeah, you gather, so. yeah. you could still question them. Mm. Right? But, but that is, that's intelligence in a sense right there. People who never question their thoughts... Even if they've gone to a bunch of college and read a bunch of books, but they never question anything that they believe, they're fucking stupid. I remember last summer I was at the house of these two gay college professors, long story, in Brighton Heights, okay? And this other dude is there, and I get into an argument with him, and I thought he was going to kill himself right there. And he was one of these tech people. He was this high level, like he was like a programmer or something. So he was plenty smart, but when I challenged him on what he believed, I really thought he was going to go in the kitchen and just slit his throat in front of everybody. (laughs) That would have been a hell of a story. He had a fucking meltdown. And he was young. I mean, he might have been like 30, well, see, that's late the, 20s, early Well, here 30s. you go. What is the definition of smart? Because somebody can be extremely smart at a thing. At a right. like, so uh, it's, it's very ambiguous. So I don't know if smart's yeah. the right word. Why? It's more like, are, no, right. If well, okay, but if you're Do saying, you understand am I, yourself? If you're saying, am I right or am I wrong? I would say that easily puts you in the top ten percent. Okay, take a retarded person. Okay, <laughs> you're a retarded person. Take them where someone's retarded <laughs> to the zoo. <laughs> Is that retarded person's life better knowing that they are retarded? Oh, I've been thinking about this nonstop because, yes, it sounds all fun when we're talking about retards, right? Yeah. But how many steps do you have to really take to get to whatever level you, the royal you, we, us, me, you, puke, Andrew, any of us might be at? How far above retarded am I? I don't know for sure. And would it help me to know if you told me, well, you're two clicks above retard, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're two clicks above retard. Does that information benefit me? 
going forward? Am I better off knowing that I'm fucking almost retarded? Or am I better off... Are you burdened? Are you burdened by two clicks? Two whole clicks? How big is a click? I don't know. A kilometer? Not, not much. It's I'm thinking kilometer. not much. It's a thousand meters. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, a click we're is talking a about clicks and more of like a, you're sitting down turning it On dial. a non-retarded to retarded scale. Yes. Oh. And how many clicks does the whole scale... Eleven. A thousand. Of? A thousand. A thousand a th- clicks. And you're two clicks I'm above just saying. Retard. Okay, that doesn't seem like a burden then. If you're two clicks above retard and in a thousand click scale. But does it help you to know that? Well, wait a minute. What is, is my life better that I know I'm barely not retarded? That depends on your attitude. Now, I don't know. I mean, how are you going to be at like reforming your attitude at just two clicks above retard? I don't know. But here's one way you could take well, that. I don't, hang on. If, okay, if there's a thousand clicks... Yeah. And retard is two clicks below Andrew. But how many clicks is that retard? Like if you're, yeah, first of all, how many clicks is retard? Right. But if retard the scale from retard to you, who's not a retard, is two, then like above, how many clicks above you would be like God? And how many Does clicks below matter? you would be an amoeba? Does it matter? The scale doesn't make any sense. Okay, here's, but I can't judge that because I don't know. You're at least a, the, you're I don't at know least, if I'm two clicks above retard. You're at least or 750 cli- clicks. I don't know that. Away though. from zero. I, well, well, where does retard There's start? There's no way zero I can ever 10. know that. And if there was a way to know that, would it benefit me? Does it benefit the retard to know he's retarded? It does it benefit on- me to know I'm too stupid <laughs> to act properly yes. or process a situation properly? Yes. Or am I better off just acting and processing and moving on and never knowing? Mm. Is it better? Am I well, better off Well, I think it depends knowing? on what. Does this make sense? No. Yes. I've been does. thinking about this so But it's, much. it's entirely dependent on the attitude once you find out. No, I think it's dependent on what you're trying to achieve. <laughs> Jessica in the chat says this conversation is retarded. <laughs> Maybe. It's, this is the conversation I've been having in my fucking brain for a while. Like, I can go back 10 years and find some version of this conversation. July 26, 2011, we'll find out. Uh, but, like, if you're trying to achieve something and you're, like, let's see. So, what if you're retarded, but you're super happy, but you're not going to achieve anything right. in life? Right. But if you're you, is it better to know you're, you're still retarded? achieving? How are you better off knowing you're retarded? But if you're retarded, that means that you have limited mental capacity. Therefore, it seems plausible that you can't know that you're retarded. Because if you do know you're retarded, then you're just smart enough to know. That means you're not that retarded. That sounds like hell. What if I was just smart <laughs> enough to know how dumb I am? That is the worst possible position you could be in. No, I'd rather be one click below that. You sound like Socrates. Socrates said in uh, we wow Plato and Socrates in the same show. Wow, Socrates, we're a history, we're a history show. Been, I've never been compared to Socrates uh, uh, before. Well, so thank here you. it comes. Here it comes. And we don't know anything that Socrates said. I just compared said. myself to a retard, and now Socrates. Well, that's all why, I know that's is why the he, scale is flawed. You all see? I know is that Socrates was named after a tree with socks in it, and his parents were retarded. We have two scales. We have yeah, Kaczynski, Socrates. yeah, Socrates. to Zuckerberg, yeah. and retard to Socrates. No, it's 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 a it's a it, what's it called a cross a graph like the Nolan chart, right? So on one spectrum, it's uh, manliness. I get was that what we were talking about from uh, Zuckerberg to Kaczynski? No, no, I think it was more just uh, effectiveness. No, not a, no. Uh, like a good versus evil. <laughs> good versus evil. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Good versus, and then in the up. So that's the horizontal. Then good the versus evil, and intelligence versus retardedness. Right. So who is the smartest? Kaczynski. 
<laughs> Kaczynski can't be the top. <laughs> oh, he's on the wrong scale. I get it. Right. You're on to something. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. Oh, man, I lo- I can't believe this, but I lost my train of thought. Socrates said, um, in knowing that I know nothing, that makes maybe, oh, wait, he said, in knowing that I know nothing, that makes me the smartest of all. Can somebody pull that quote in the chat? That's what I've been saying I forever? mean, should, chat, should we figure out the whole fucking world yeah. while you just sit there? Yeah. Somebody pull up that Socrates quote. Produce people, but that was <laughs> that was like earn your keep in knowing in, in experiencing uncertainty and embracing uncertainty. That is a form of wisdom. So to know that you're to be smart enough to know that you're retarded. I I see it's all attitude. There it could be like somebody a- completely retarded, but somebody could explain to them what retarded is and that they are that. And then they have that wisdom that just because they have that wisdom doesn't make them not retarded. Right? So just so I know, just because I know how dumb I am doesn't make me smarter. Uh, I think that's wisdom. I think like uh, initially at the beginning of this conversation, Brett said wisdom. And I think right. that's wisdom. But you have to have wisdom to know your limitations. And what there's I'm- all kinds of categories we're not getting into. Is it your capacity to learn? Is that what we're measuring intelligence? What you already know? Uh, what you're able to do with you know with, with what you know? I mean, those are all forms of intelligence. Problem-solving skills? I'm going to fucking take a power drill and drill a goddamn hole into my head because I'm thinking about this too much. <laughs> it's called like Christian Bale. Trepanning. It's called the machinist. Trepanning? Trepa- is when you drill a hole in your what head. to let pie? What? <laughs> Cherry Wait, or blue? What was the movie where Rubar? the dude drilled a drill into his pie. head? It was pie. pie. It was pie. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, the machinist I was saw just it at the same the, time as the machinist. The dude only ate an apple yeah. and a can of tuna. Yeah. A day during the production, and he got skinny as fuck. And also, I hate in movies when everything is really dark. So this is how La- dumb I am. Like scientific labs, me. spaceships, machine, mach- uh, uh, machine shops. In movies, they're always so dark. Turn on the lights, you fucking idiot. No wonder that guy got his arm ripped off. Well, when they turn the lights on, they start flickering a whole bunch, and it's very disorienting. And you can fall into a machine. What are you, Zack Snyder? Fucking guy. Let's, uh, let's take a break. Oh, right, it's time. <laughs> but let's not lose this thread. I mean, let's come right back to this. I'm too retarded to re- be able to remember when we come back from portmanshow.com slash VIP for as little as $5 a month. <laughs> when we come back from that. Uh, yeah. We're, uh, uh, bye. Ten years! Ten! Ten years! Ten years! Ten years! Almost! You're not muted. Oh, was I muted the whole time or no? I don't know what's happening. All right. Is this the second half? No, it seems... Five! I gotta change this whole timer, you fucking cut. Three, two, ten. Oh, ten years! It's been ten years! Ten years. No, it hasn't. Not until next week. You're God damn it! All the evidence that I presented, and you're still doubtful. What are you retarded? You wouldn't. Know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so when we left for the break, which was only mere milliseconds for you listeners, what were we even talking about? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if there were significant things that you're processing in your life, and you're totally wrong about them. Okay. 
Are you better off in blissful ignorance to your wrongness? No. Or are you better off knowing that you're wrong? Uh, you sure. Would be better off if you knowing- know you're wrong, you could be right next time, but is being right happier? Well, I mean, you're going to know this if you're wrong because no, you're either going to die or lose money or no. lose friends or... No. Lose, oh. Just because you're wrong doesn't mean any of those things happen. Give an example of something you can do that would be wrong that has no consequences. You could swear that you're right about something and believe that you're right. Oh, well, okay. But I mean, I feel like eventually you're going to find out if it's right or wrong, right? I don't or know. Just, Not if you're really committed. I mean, where are we seeing evidence that people know. who are wrong go, ah, oh, fuck, man, I was wrong. Wow. I guess. I don't know. I just. Because a lot of times. Uh, that do you happen. think Fonzie would have been happier? If he ever realized fully that he was wrong, he couldn't even say the word. This is a reference I'm this too old for. This is a happy days for. joke that no one gets. Yeah. What was he wrong about? I nothing. But he was forced to try to say he was wrong and he couldn't say wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> he would say I was, and then he couldn't say the rest of it. Hmm. No one gets the Fonzie joke, really? No, I never God saw that it. show except for maybe 30 seconds or something. Like, I'm not a, I don't I get cultural Someone references. Someone gets the Fonzie joke. Yeah, I'm sure somebody does. The man was the first to water ski over a shark. Yeah, he jumped it. Right? He jumped that shark. Why should he ever have to admit to being wrong? <laughs> That's how he saw it. Andrew just threw his Wait hand up in the Wait a minute, maybe like he's fucking retarded. Yeah. What I kind did. of retard tries to water ski over a shark? Well, you know what evidence there is that he's retarded? Because he carries a comb, but never uses it. Yeah, how do you even know that? You didn't watch the show. You said you didn't watch the I've show. I've seen clips. No, I've seen, seen him clips of him hair. not using a comb. Yeah, that's I've seen really clips one of, the of you thing. not using a comb. I don't use combs. Can we YouTube uh, <laughs> Fonzie uses comb? Yeah, Fonzie comb. Yeah. I'm sure, I think we're going to see him use his comb. And if there is... There's an E in Fonzie. The Fonz. Top 10 A's. That's kind of a thing a retarded person says. The best Fonz moments. There's no E in Fonz. I'm retarded. The Fonz doing his hair. There we go. Nine seconds. He's looking. Wait, he didn't use the comb. Yeah. Look at that. Watch again. He never oh, uses the comb. He threatened to use the comb. Yeah. He pulls it out and he's like, he's ready to go. What's it? All right. This is like an intro shot. Looks like the diner. Some sort of diner. Who the fuck's that guy? It's Potsy. They're apparently the uh, hanging out. You yeah, I don't know don't who the make fuck this guy. Uh, this, about this I, I, show. I think this is a movie. I think this is a movie. Maybe this. What was that movie? Uh, this oh, wait, is not okay. a movie. Oh, oh no, no, this is happy days. the same a, goddamn bathroom. The Fonz was the just in. There's the guy that directed Apollo 13. Yeah. Forrest Gump. Tell me what you did. He did. So I don't. He directed Forrest Gump. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Really? No, wait. Maybe no. I think that was Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> What's going on? Man. <laughs> Time loop. It's good to know when you're right. Yeah. That depends on what side of the couch you're sitting on. No, you just you didn't know that you were right. You just knew that he was wrong. You're right. I mean, I'm right. He's wrong. Last week. That's what we talked about. What? I, I just know we when people are wrong. We talked about the fawns last week? No, I just oh. know when people are wrong. <laughs> 
but you can never know when you are right. Right. Mm. So I, I would say if you're skeptical and you're curious and you're asking questions like, am I retarded? But how, how are you happier? How are you better off asking those questions? That's a fucking horrible existence. So happiness is the goal. I don't know. Well, if happiness well, is the goal, like the this. best thing to be is retarded. Ignorance is bliss. Right. At the end of your life, that's what I'm saying. At the end of your life, are you better being stupid and happy or smart enough to know how unsmart you really but are? today... And unhappy because of it. America's most retarded people are all the most unhappy. That's my favorite TV show. <laughs> America's most retarded people. Uh, I think that this is just... Like Andrew's never going to agree any any a point that we bring up, he's just going to counter it because this and, is unfixable. Yeah. So then, what the fuck are we even talking about? <laughs> this is this is the misery of my life. Because what we've learned is that you're retarded and you're happy, and this, oh, we'll just we'll be happy. Or I'm two clicks above retarded. We'll get you a nice lunchbox. Smart enough you, to know how unhappy I am. All you need is a car, and you'll be retarded and happy. <laughs> well. I mean, is there a specific example of something? No, but what oh, else do you no, want to talk about? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> no, I really want to get to the bottom of this here. Just because it you can't it, get to the bottom of yes, it. Yes, you can. I've been trying forever. I just want to say retard, 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 retard more. That's why this show is so great. You tried forever by yourself or for 10 years or so. We don't exactly know how long that is. But you <laughs> haven't solved it yet. But now we're putting two more minds and the minds of the chat in this live setting and the minds of maybe up to hundreds of people or thousands. We don't know. We have no idea. We have no millions. Would we be happier if we knew? Yes, I would no. be. Well, all right. It can only disappoint. <laughs> well, well, no, I don't. I don't. Any realistic that. answer to that question would only be disappointing. How many people listen to the show? Yeah. Well, if you thought of a number that you think it is this many people, and then you found out it's more than that, I'd be like, Oh, that's great. Right. But if you <laughs> yeah, want oh, it to be yeah. more, what if you wanted it to be less? See how perspective comes into all these questions getting answered and like what it means to get these questions answered and how you're going to feel when these questions are answered? So if it's more than Andrew thinks, then he's going to have anxiety. And if it's less, then oh, he's going to be sad. Disappointed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there See? is no Knowing right, there not is no right answer. There's no way to be happy. Right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But Carrie in the chat says, seriously, Flowers for Algernon can help you with these questions. Fuck does that mean? It's, it's a, a movie about a retard. Oh. <laughs> well, probably a book first. And he found flowers? I don't know. Then he pet, I don't know. I never saw it. Did he pet a rabbit and kill it? I never saw it. Could you it's pull the only up movie I know. YouTube Life Goes On, and let's just see, like, Tell Life me. Goes On, Corky struggles with being retarded. And, and maybe we, like, kind of go to an example, even though I don't like to use that term for people with downs. But at the time, they called him retarded. Do you guys know about this show? I've, I used to watch this show. Never or my it. family did or something. I've seen it. I think this is just the intro song. This is going to get us kicked off YouTube for sure. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, I, no, it will. The algorithms will definitely... Let's, let's fast forward. There's a dog. Is that Corky? Is the dog? No, he's a boy. What the fuck is this? It's a show. All right. Uh, I mean, this is a terrible, terrible... Okay, how is there a thing I've never heard of that isn't a nerdy thing? Can you get this in 4K, please? This clip. <laughs> this is like one, one K, maybe. This is still the intro. Okay, so this is, that's no good. Life goes on. The best of Corky. Here we go. This is fucking eight minutes long. <laughs> 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 
right, Court, get it, buddy. All right, yeah. All right, the jocks are encouraging uh, him to son? drive. Uh, son, the door. Open the door. No, no, not that door. This one. <laughs> He's retarded. Coach. Hit the brakes. No, no, the left. The left. The other brake. Yeah. Now, right here, pause, pause. I really want to take this seriously. <laughs> he knows that he's limited. So, right, so there is a knowing. Now, Corky has Down syndrome, and this was like a kind of character study of, and in this family study, this was probably late 80s, early 90s. What is it like to be a family where there's a boy who has Downs, and he goes to school, and do they like him, and does he fit in, and these kinds of questions. So, uh, here he is kind of fucking up at what might be driver's head. And yeah. after, like, the football players are on his side. They're saying, "Good, do a good job, Corky. You know, I don't, can can Corky drive? Is he going to be allowed to drive? I don't know. I mean, I can drive. <laughs> well, I'm, okay, so go down two clicks, and then you're at Corky. <laughs> yeah. I can still drive. <laughs> well, then, good news, you're not retarded. Can these two clicks make a difference in your ability to drive? So... Now, Corky, we see from his facial expression that only we can see he has become aware of the fact that he is having a problem that is limited by his or that is created by his limitations, I should say. Let's see what happens next. Now it didn't work. He's about to hit the coach who is teaching driver's ed. It appears to be a Ford Tempo. There we go. He smashed he crashes into, a into a dumpster. dumpster. The football players who once cheered Corky on are distraught. Consoling one another. Look at those mullets, though. Notice how the, <laughs> the makers of life goes on as they went through Corky's POV, chose to kind of like slow everything down a little bit. Now, is that just because Corky is in crisis? No, he's just, mm. he just processes things slower. Now, that might be it. Can I just point out that, like, how retarded are you that you just mash, break, gas, break, gas, break, gas? I feel like it was written. I feel like it wasn't uh, too realistic. But he's <laughs> yeah, that's also what I'm saying. Like, never driven before, too. This show's retarded. Let's see one more. All right. Corky's pulling something out of his pocket. Apparently, it uh, is it's a... it's one of those... Joy, it's a buzzer. Those, those fake handshake buzzers that... Oh, that was it. it this is just oh. a real compilation. All right, now he's, no, he's doing, doing some good will hunting stuff. <laughs> All right, Corky. You did it. Everyone's happy that he multiplied 3.1 by Jesus, 65. Jesus, I love this guy. Now he's, it's just him looking happy. What? Way to go, Corky. These are just clips of him being happy. <laughs> this it. is a terrible video. <laughs> wait, wait. Go. Back to driver's head. Let's oh, see if he yeah. gets redemption. Let's see if he gets redemption. Same Ford Tempo. He's looking longingly into the car. Oh, shit. He's opening the door. Takes off his backpack. Gets into the car. Marshall High School Driver's Education. Oh, boy. Here we go. How have I never heard of this before? You, you've never heard of this show. Well, you're young. Eric says life goes on is what, what other people watch when they the should have been room. watching The Wonder Years. <laughs> Now he's just revving the car without putting it into drive. This is a dream. He's imagining that he could drive a car. Yes, and he knows to rev, you have to be in park or neutral. 
gonna blow that fucking engine. Oh shit! He's peeling out now. In reverse. In reverse. And he's Into the dumpster again. again. In the dumpster. All right. Oh, now he's forward at full speed into a tree. How many times do they repair this Ford Tempo? <laughs> I have no idea what's going. This talk about a mind fuck. <laughs> now he, he's, look, he's, he's combing comb. his hair. Oh! Play the part where he combs his hair. So we've learned that Fonzie's not retarded. Yeah, because a retard would comb their hair. She's now leaving the bathroom. Uh, uh, more jocks. I've got a good lunch. Well, that's okay. We can just uh, have lunch right here. All right, I don't feel good about this. I don't like this. Yeah, this is where you... These guys are pick mm, taking a sandwich. She takes good care of her little baby, doesn't she? Give me my lunch. Oh, come on, get it. Give me my lunch. Get it. Give me my lunch. This was the episode where Corky lunch. shoots the school up with a. Why are they? Oh, oh, there's a bad guy at school. Look at the bad guy. Oh, wait, pause. Got we pause. Just... We got to tell everybody. All right, there is an Andrew Dice Clay esque <laughs> character at this high school. Some would say Fonzie esque. So he we kicks see... open the, the bathroom door. It's like hickory dickory duck. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck you up. We see a kind of. <laughs> Order, or no, a food chain. We see a food chain where Corky is at the bottom. Many clicks below the characters on screen with him, as we've already established by our click system. <laughs> now, we go up several clicks, maybe two, maybe three, to the jocks, who, for some reason, earlier we thought the jocks were friends or on Corky's side. Do, were well, the jocks were, sabotaging were, Corky in the car earlier? But those were different jocks. These are... Those were mullet jocks. These guys, I don't think they have a mullet. Jocks. Yeah. And right. one's black. And you don't want to make it, just like you don't want to make any rules about any group of people, jocks come in all, you know, levels and, and uh, kinds of friendliness hmm. and, and sympathy to somebody Some are like good, some quirky. are bad, yeah. Jocks come in all clicks above retard. Ja that is true. <laughs> These jocks are bullying Corky in the bathroom at school. Then a man appears. He is very tall. He's wearing a leather yeah, a big jacket, and he is here to tell the jocks, I'm sticking up for Corky. Play. I think he's just walking in and saying, I have no parents. Just goofing around. Me and the Cork are old buddies, right, Cork? You mess with him, and you mess with me. Capisce, Jocko? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, I, I capisce real good. Grabs a sandwich and walks. Now, is it offensive that the, the the mean guy's Italian? He's kind of supposed to be, dare I say, Fonzie esque, but mm. much larger. <laughs> he's like the badass Fonzie. Yeah, because he's not in the bathroom to comb his hair. He's just there to straighten shit out between Corky and the jocks. He's probably doing coke in the stall. Make sure Corky gets a sandwich. We've learned nothing from this. <laughs> no. no, no, we have not. There's not, and this is the only like. Uh, a pop culture example that I thought could be helpful. Wait, I liked it a lot better when you were comparing me to Socrates and not when you were comparing <laughs> me to Corky. No, that, this is all just on this spectrum, like trying to find answers yeah, to this question. on the spectrum. What but does see, it feel like? Oh, but, but wait, we just, we just, you just answered your own question because if you know that you're, we're comparing you to Corky, but you don't like it, then you're not retarded. But I'm not happier oh. knowing that. <laughs> Is what I'm saying. Oh, that's right. Like, wouldn't I be happier just be like, oh, look at Corky. You've been <laughs> like, yeah, 
I'm quirky yeah, and too. I can just cheer them on. We're all quirkies. Right. But maybe this is subjective. Of all the characters on screen that we've seen in the last ten minutes, which one did you identify with the most? Oh, quirky for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna say the jock. <laughs> We saw Ron Howard. I mean, don't forget we were watching Happy Days before this. True. Why is this show anything else than us just sitting here watching old television? <laughs> because it's terrible? No, 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 no. You know, like, I, I've listened back to shows where we've done this, and I go, man, this is bad. So, uh, <laughs> so but then something yeah, really funny happens. For you. You got, this is the thing. But it's does it like, help you to know how bad it is? Are you happier knowing how bad it is? I don't. I like to look at everything that I do. Now, here, see, okay, what is this? Tell me what this is happening for me. Get some introspection. I say, uh, I do. I'm on a show, right? It's this show. Some of it is like boring, and I go, this is just like the best baseball game ever, where ninety <laughs> percent of it was not action. But then you appreciate, yeah, the that when the thing actually happens, or is everything I do fucking Stanley Kubrick's Barry Lyndon? Where a lot of it is just like, yeah, well, not much going on here. But. But it's beautiful. Wait till the end or maybe near the end or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> then at the end, you realize that was three hours of your life. Jesus oh, Christ. Man, I would watch that movie again. Uh, so good. Okay. This is, uh, you can use this show as ammunition for that that lady that said you wanted to end all schools, you show her clips of uh, Corky getting beat up in the bathroom. You're like, see, public schools didn't exist. Corky would have been great. He would have right. lived. Right. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what what was I actually trying to learn? How does it feel? And what is the level of awareness at that click level? Right? Now, I I thought... That this show, I think people would say that Life Goes On did a pretty good job of like capturing the, the kind of the essence of this experience. So I thought maybe this was a maybe. place to go for answers. I don't know any kids with syndromes. Uh, so. Can you Google TED Talks by Retards? <laughs> <laughs> can you write that down as the title too? <laughs> but seriously, Google it. I have one more chromosome than you, so yeah, what? And short, like when you actually see these on YouTube, they have a logo. It's TED Talks Down. <laughs> this is, I think this is literally a TED Talk by someone with Down syndrome. Good morning. Oh, I don't... You know, I survived Alcatraz, so this should be a piece of cake, right? <laughs> How do you feel now, Brett? There's literally a TED Talk by uh, someone who's mentally challenged. <laughs> I think this is good. <laughs> so this means this means that we we need to we said a really ignorant thing earlier in the show. Awareness exists at all levels and that does not help Andrew's case. Cuz Andrew is the one who brought the awareness to our attention here on the show. What awareness? And we're reassured like the <laughs> awareness unaware. of these questions of like am I retarded am I not retarded we say oh man if you're asking that question you're fucking great. But you never gave a TED talk about maybe being retarded? Yeah. <laughs> this lady did. But she's retarded. Maybe. By by the established system, right? <laughs> by the established before they knew about the clicks and they didn't have such a precise way to organize all of this. I just wrote down in my notes TED Talk by a retard. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain this. 
Give it one minute. Let's give it one minute. Put it oh, at one man. Put it at one point seven. Of all the things we could watch, put it at one point five x. I really actually no. Leave it at regular speed. If it's at one point seven five x, you won't sound retarded. Deep one eighty t. We stayed in touch all these years, even after she got married and moved to Germany. She always made time for me when she came back to the states. A few years ago. I got a special letter from her. Pause. She told me she was pregnant. We have no idea what she's talking about, and I have a feeling that's not her fault. <laughs> Maybe you skipped around in the video or something, but we're not going to get this question answered. So no wonder I, these I guess people in New Hampshire are after Brett. Jesus. <laughs> in the end, Andrew was right that this is kind of unknowable. As much as I like being right, that's a sad <laughs> thing to be right about. Well. But we've only been at it, I feel like, for 40 minutes of showtime. I've been at it for 40 years. Well, I don't know. God, I'm haunted by this. <laughs> what does that say about me? You seem like you've accepted it, <laughs> Andrew. Otherwise, I would just kill myself. No. <clears throat> Speaking of that. Mm-hmm. This these thoughts are not even the most significant thing that's happened to me this week. Okay, I almost died. Possibly, maybe I don't look at it. <gasps> oh, this is right. But if I'm explaining yes. it to somebody, that's kind of how it actually comes off. I, I think we should get into this, and then I think we should come back to the big question of the show and maybe answer it. But over to you with your story of how you the big question died. of the show being what date did season <laughs> wait the second big question oh, of the show wow. yeah. Um, so I had to go to South Carolina for work this week. Yeah. It was a short trip though. Mm. I did the whole trip in like 30 hours. Yes. Like there and back. Um, so normally I rent a car when I do this trip and mm. it's like, yeah, I'll put a bunch of miles on the highway on some car and I get mad at the future of cars cause I get to ride in a new car and I get, it's disappointing. Right. No matter how nice the car might be. Like when we went last time. We were in a fancy Audi. Uh-huh. And man, was that depressing. Foudies. How's that good? <laughs> Are you happier knowing See? it's not good? See, no. <laughs> See, you were happier think, thinking it was good. Yeah. 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 Wow. I think we just answered that question. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but anyway, uh, good luck renting a car right now, people. But I just did. I couldn't. I tried. Well, of course, my rental is like still two weeks out. Right. Mine was a few days, and mm. I couldn't do it. So hmm. instead, I went, uh, okay, I'll drive the Miata. So I leave at 4.30 in the morning on Wednesday, and put the top down, hit the road. Drive down to Morgantown, and I go, okay, I'm going to avoid highways. Also, I'm going to go to Richmond, Virginia, which is not really on the way to where I'm going. Okay. It's quite a detour. But it takes me a direction I would never really go, and I'm avoiding highways. I get to see parts of the country. For a few hours, it was wonderful. I was so happy. Then I get to Richmond about noon or 1 p.m., and it's real fucking hot. The car I was going to look at wasn't there. It had sold. And then Aww. I hit the road, and now I have several hours of driving left, and it's all highway. So there I am going down I-95, somewhere in North Carolina, and I'm driving along the busy highway. Very busy. Okay. But everyone's moving. We're doing like 80. So I'm in the left lane, 
all of a sudden, this vehicle, one lane over, but in front of me, it was a GMC Dually, brand new pickup truck, like Dually pickup, probably $60,000 plus. Okay. Towing a, a big boat. Ooh. An actual boat. Not like a name for a car. No. Oh. And the boat was on a trailer, <laughs> thankfully. The Ford boat? Otherwise, it wouldn't make it down the highway. Yeah, that would be a very precarious manner of transporting boats on land. But it was Thank big. God they invented trailers. And the left side of this trailer all of a sudden sank to the ground very dramatically. Hmm. The wheels fell right off. Man, I wish you had a dash cam. Both wheels fell off <laughs> and everything that could have touched the ground exploded into debris. <laughs> and that debris went to the left. My lane. Yeah. And now there's a field of debris. Like I can only describe it as like You've seen sci-fi shows, right, nerds? When they're traveling through an asteroid field. Oh, yeah. Right? There's just a bunch of asteroids, and they have to hit them. And in Star Trek, the shields are depleting, and they're at some percentage. Did you know that real asteroid fields, they're actually like miles apart? Okay, well, this is more like like, like fucking sci-fi asteroid field. Oh, okay. Not miles apart. So now (laughs) I'm driving through a field of debris. I literally am watching a brake drum at 80 miles an hour, flip and spin. Oh, goodness. And pivot through the air. I'm watching like a spindle, like a heavy metal gear on the end of an axle. Yeah. Flying through the air. And then a bunch of debris that I can't even make out what it is. But it's just this field of Bits debris. Bits of shit. It's a yeah. three-dimensional field of debris. It's not just like when you, you're driving along the highway and there's things on the highway that you have to avoid. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, can I straddle it? Can I go to the left? Can I go to the right? No, there's all of that. And there's the stuff that's bouncing and flying up, down, so it's in the, left, oh, right, Oh, so that diagonal. is three dimensions. It was completely wow. a three-dimensional asteroid field of metal <laughs> shit. And there I am in my little Miata. Yeah, you can't straddle anything. And when this happens, the whole fucking world froze. Like... It slowed down? Oh, completely. There was like a freeze frame where I went, oh, my little vulnerable Miata. Yeah. And a trailer of debris in front of me. I have no choice but to hit the debris field. But I I had enough time to like process every single item of debris. What direction it was traveling. How big it was. What weight it was. How, if it was going up or down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> seriously because like i i was driving and i had to go okay what's the path of least damage to the car god damn it. what's what are you doing i was hoping i don't know what happened to my schindler's list team oh well i fucked it up now. no this is this is not the right <laughs> mood for the oh it's not no oh i mean sure it slowed down for me but not for everybody else oh i see and in my mind i, I saw it I had slow to, down I had to pick and, and choose what sad to music and you actually hit things? I had to. There's no, no choice. No. There was a field of it. Like if I wanted to continue driving down the road and not like drive into the ditch and flip over, yeah. I had to hit stuff. So I had to choose what to hit. I could have swerved to the left and then a literal brake drum would have come flying through the windshield mm. at my face. That's not fun. I could have swerved to the right a little bit and hit some debris and run them over and risk getting a flat tire or a punctured radiator Okay. or a smashed windshield. I could have swerved hard to the right and risked getting a spindle through the windshield. <laughs> but it, I literally, like, I that decided... Moment, in that moment, you went, this is all my training at autocross. Kind of. Finally paying off. Because I literally <laughs> had to yes. decide, like, 
I will make it underneath that piece of debris before it falls low enough to go through the windshield. And I can swerve to the right and not hit the car next to me if I only go this far mm-hmm. and I only hit these items. And I had all the time in the world to decide that, and I, I acted perfectly. James, pull up that clip, that POV clip of Corky. <laughs> Navigating the, the driver's ed course. <laughs> I mean, let's just have another look at that. Cause to I, be fair... Corky chose to hit the dumpster instead of the driving instructor. Mm. No, when when okay, watch, watch. Okay, everything is normal. Every this isn't bad yet. He's but not hitting anything. Look, but then there's look. a pole. It, he has everything to make a slows down. He chose. This is like the trolley experiment or the oh, trolley yeah. dilemma. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Do you pull the lever and kill? Some piece of shit on the right or a bunch of pieces of shit on the left. Yeah. Quirky figured that out. Quirky chose to kill the tempo and the dumpster. <laughs> mm-hmm. As opposed to the light pole, which could have had more negative effects. Why? Or yeah. the driving instructor. Or, or his peers, his classmates. Yeah. The light pole could have fallen on his peers. Or if he hadn't been a retard, he could have just hit the brakes and then That's not kept one of the his choices feet here. on the brakes. Okay. Oh. This could have happened to any nervous person <laughs> driving a car. For the first time. All I'm saying is this all happened to me and uh, it's weird. Like, what, what happened to the Miata? It to- total freeze frame and I had, I felt like I had all the time in the world to make a decision hmm. and it was a non-issue. I just made the decision like, well, this sucks. Like every, every option here sucks, but I'm going to go with the least sucky, sucky option. Yeah, that makes sense. Most people wouldn't go for the most suck option. Right, but I didn't I didn't feel like I had no time to decide what the least sucky option was. I yeah. feel like I had all the time to process it. Mm. Then I get through that, and the guy towing the trailer is like pulling over, and I'm thinking, shit, did I puncture a radiator in my car? It's hot out. I got hours on the highway Did here. you hit anything? I hit, Yeah, I told you. I couldn't avoid hitting things. But, but like, what did you hit? Because you talked about things flying through the air, but did yeah, you run over uh, things? Or? Yes, I ran over things. I hit things that were flying through the okay. air. Things hit my, my hood, my bumper. Oh, my God. My windshield. Yeah. But I avoided the big objects okay. in favor of the small ones. Yeah. So I pull over, too. And yeah, because you need car. to get them motherfuckers insurance. Yeah, kind of. But I get out, and I walk back to the guy in the truck, and it's like him and his family in his truck, and I'm just like, are you all right? And he can't even speak. Like, he's so startled and so shaken up. And I just go, what good is that doing? Like, you're likely to, like, stumble into the road because you're so frazzled and mm. get fucking struck by a car right now. Well, I don't know that people, when they get into that state, have the mental capacity to understand that they're in that mental state. Right? But like, why, what's sort the of advantage an of going into that mental state? I don't know. Well, so why this brings me back freeze? to the question, why do am rabbits? I too dumb to know what peril I was in? Therefore, I'm happier not knowing. No, it seems like your autocross training took over and you slalomed through that shit. This is why they in the military, you do training. So you, whenever you're, you're in a life and death situation, your training sort of automatically takes over. The muscle memory allows you to slide through the hail of bullets. And then an IED goes off and you die anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so I'm on the side of the road. I'm like, well, I guess it's just... I should check out my car, but like this guy yeah. doesn't seem to be wanting to be helpful. He seems very upset and frazzled and like, yeah, he's got a boat trailer. I don't know how he's getting off this highway because there's no more tires on the <laughs> one side. And his poor boat. Right. Did it get ruined? No, it was still in the trailer. Oh, it was just now a sled 
So I'm just like, okay, there's a way that I can just let this guy off the hook as far as I'm concerned. Let him go. So I looked. I saw nothing leaking. I didn't see a flat tire. So I'm like, all right, you do you. But please, like, stay in your car or don't just walk out in front of traffic. Like, there was just enough room for his car to be on the shoulder. He didn't pull over that far? There wasn't room to pull over that far. Okay. But he's just walking back and forth, like opening his door, and it's like, fucking pay attention. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. He was sort of in shock, it sounds like. In the end, I realized I have no fear of dying. Oh, God. <laughs> so there's that. How was the car? It was dirty, so I couldn't tell if it was nicked up. <laughs> I mean, nothing came through the windshield. That's That could have happened And easily. nothing broke the windshield. No obvious dents or scratches or, yeah, like you said, leaks. And obviously, you made it back from cackalacking. Oh, don't drive a Miata to South Carolina and back. No? It sounds like it'd be glorious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I you do. love your Miata. I do. But not for fucking 22 out of 30 hours. Oh, my uh, God. We drove a Ford Mustang to Florida and back. That was great. It's so big and comfortable compared to the Miata. Yeah, it depends on what seat you're sitting in. Were you in the back? <laughs> No, I was I was in the it's it's just like after a while the seats were just not comfortable in a car like that. It hmm. was like I was real bent out of shape after a while. Eric in the chat says field of debris. If you spilled it, they will come <laughs> into contact with it. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not terrifying at oh, all. Oh, it wasn't. You just you, you didn't give a shit. Kind of no. Hmm. Interesting. That's the end of that story, huh? It solves nothing. <laughs> yeah. We didn't figure out if you're retarded or not. I mean, obviously, you're you're smart enough to get through a debris yeah, field. Yeah, but fucking Raymond Babbitt could count toothpicks really well. That's true. So, Is that from the TV show Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, I mean, do you uh-huh. guys want to go out to eat? What else do you guys want to talk about? Where do you want to go out to eat? Somewhere around here. If that was something we could do. <sighs> the problem is there's only so many things around here. <laughs> That's true. I mean, or, uh, you know, be a story for the show next week. But would it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of great stuff happened this week. I, I sat in bed with somebody last night reading green eggs and ham in Spanish to each other. <laughs> It's like, it, but it's just like it's not sure. Oh, we're having coffee this Verde morning. Verde huevos y jamón. Yeah, basically. So we read. We took turns reading it as the different characters, and it was a really nice way to end the day. <laughs> um, but that's my life. Like, it's hard to complain about that. I've been. Uh... I'm wondering how Asian I might be. <laughs> like, if I did a 23 and Me. So this morning. Uh, <laughs> Gabrielle is Mexican. And I said to her, I said, you know, you're pretty close to being Asian. It was just kind of a passing thought. You know, if you think about it, like Mexicans are the product of natives and the Spanish, right? Native Americans and the Spanish. Uh The natives were people who came across the land bridge from Asia. So I was like, if we do 23andMe, how Asian are you? And how Mm. Asian am I? Would there be surprise Asian in me? I mean, have you ever asked these questions about like your genealogy and what does it mean? I'm done asking questions. Uh, I can see that you would be. I feel like I've been curious about it, but I didn't think it would mean shit. How German do you think you are? Like 90%. 
Wow. Although, is it That's, really German if my like my father's side of the family came from? Okay, so this is the rest of the show now. We should really figure out how to fix our fucking audio. This is horrible. No, no, this is very good communications for the, the time that we are. My family came from Konigsberg, East Prussia. That's my family from Bavaria. Well, in that case, we have to fight. I think it's very important to know your genealogy. I don't trust anybody who doesn't know their genealogy. Yeah, I just take my forearm and I place it up against a white piece of paint and I go, Oh, folks! Yeah, well... I'm not white enough. Why do you do that? To make sure I'm white enough. So are you... Well, I mean, it's not really matters that... Well, it just... It does, I shouldn't say... Yes, it matters very, very much to my purer. As is your hair and eye colour. So those are also shite. Yeah. Uh, this is why I volunteered for the Panzer Division, and then I just shot myself. Well, wait, you shot yourself? Yeah. Is that how you become a scientist? I, yeah, because I didn't die immediately, and I said, I'm going to write this down in my notebook. and it's a notebook. Yeah. yeah. And then I realized that if I uh, could live this long, I wondered how many mice I could fuck up, and, you know. Yeah. But, but you, you were like, I fuck one who murder mice too. I fuck one. Yes, yeah. I did say that. Well, yes, I became a scientist just to make the world a better place, and I think it's clear at this point that we've done that. So, we'll see what's next. Yeah. Time to tell. And, uh... <laughs> and <cool>. scene. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is... Bro! God! Is that what my voice sounds like? Man, that takes a... What the fuck is going on? Am I, I know. muted? He's just fucking everything right, up. I don't know. He's got a lot of knobs. A lot to do. I still feel like I'm too that. quiet. I don't know. No, like, listen. There's still static. There we go. Now we're back. <laughs> See? Always questioning anything I say. I could tell that it sounded different. You're the guy with the soundboard. And you're just like, no, I don't know. Sounds fine to me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, and I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, see, there we go. We're down two clicks and Then again. I learned that I was wrong, mm. and I got unhappy. Two clicks back up. What if these clicks are just always up and down, day to day, minute to minute? You never know. I spent the week re- re- kind of like reminiscing about Afghanistan and listening to an audiobook about it. Really? Yeah. Why? Wait. I don't know. I guess Afghanistan? Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that face for? I don't know. It sounds depressing. Kind of is, but also kind of not, per Maybe, se. I don't know. Something I've, to process? Yeah, because I've really just not thought about it for, I don't know, 15 years. And then I uh, I heard an interview about a guy that wrote a book. He was a journalist, and he went to Afghanistan at, like, fucking 19 or some shit as a journalist. And uh, so he wrote this book called The Hardest Place. It's about the uh, Petch Valley, I think it was, in Afghanistan, where, like, the most uh, difficult fighting occurred. And so then that got me, you know, like he's telling about these events and most of the events happened in like 2014 and shit, like way after I got out of the military completely because I was in Afghanistan in 02 and then 03. And so then it made me, you know, I'm, I'm trying to remember these things and I'm like, oh yeah, what about this and what's going on there? And I'm looking at like trying to remember the places where I went and looking on Google Maps and Google Maps, you can zoom in on these places like Jalalabad 
or Coast. Jalalabad or even sounds delightful, actually. Bagram Air Base. It's not. Bagram Air Base itself. And, uh, like, See? it's fucking what, what massive. I was knowing it's not. I was happy and thinking it was. <laughs> yeah. Retard. Jalalabad. It sounds like lollipop and jolly <laughs> yeah, at the same jo- time. Jolly bad. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't know. I think it's helpful. I think it's nice to... It's It's been uh, cathartic, I guess. That's what I would think it to, would be. To listen to these stories the about the events that occurred. The word you <laughs> no, That was the last skit. Oh. Yeah. We're past that now. <laughs> but it's a very interesting audiobook, and it's... Uh, I don't know. I think it's worth a read. It's called The Hardest Place, and I'm almost done with it now, but it's just, you know, it's just crazy to think about because they are in the process of pulling out basically they say that the, the, well right that's the thing like but from what i hear that even places like bagram air base is now basically i don't think there's any americans there anymore and like i was there i was one of the first people in march of 2002 not the first people but i was amongst the groups of first soldiers that were living at that base and like we were you know crawling around on old helicopters and shit and worried about landmines. Mm-hmm. And then it 20 fucking years later, it's this humongous multiple square mile American base with like real buildings and all this stuff. And now they're pulling out and it's like, it's crazy to think about. So what an utter fucking useless waste of existence that was. <laughs> well, you know, that depends on who you ask, I guess. True. Uh, there's certainly people who benefit from it a, a pretty great deal, I would say. Yeah, Rumsfeld, until um, he died? Well, no, I mean, it was uh, good to get the opium going again, I'm mm. sure, for some people. And sure, it's, yeah. there's, you know, strategic <laughs> reasons why uh, the U.S. occupying that. Like, imagine if the U.S., I'm not saying I'm for it. It is a, a goddamn disaster as far as humanity is concerned. Uh-huh. But, like, let's just say the U.S. hadn't been there for the last 20 years. Who would be? In that backward ass country with no reliable, you know, like a a country well, that don't... needs a a government, which is you know a thing. I guess kind of hard to say. Um, who else might have gone in there? Do you the think Russians? the Russians would have gone the back Chinese? in Afghanistan? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I, don't I think know. they might have. I, I think they might have. Um, had nine hmm. eleven still happened and the U.S. didn't go there, but I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of variables there. Well, yeah, I guess I know fucking historian that could figure that shit out and think about that. But. Well, here's more personal question. So you've you joined the army in 2000. Yes. Okay. And so you've told the story on the show about what 9/11 was like. Uh-huh. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And <laughs> fuck 9/11. <laughs> and then and like what what it was like, where you were at the time, where were you when that happened? Fort Bragg? No, I Fort- was on Hunter Army Airfield in Savannah, Georgia. I was washing a helicopter. So I'd been in the military just barely over a year. Right. What was it like when you found out you were going to go? Uh, or did you know, like, when 9-11 happened that day? Like, that like, morning when we saw... Well, once they figured out that this was some sort of attack, like, yeah, we knew, like, oh, fuck me. Mm-hmm. My idea of having, you know... I don't know if cushy is the right word, but, like, you know... Through the entire 90s, it was like nobody really thought about joining the army and going to a real war. Like, I was training to go to Kosovo mm-hmm. um, right before 9-11 happened, and then obviously plans changed, but um, it was... It was yeah, it's it. a real shame that 9-11 ruined Kosovo. <laughs> it did. 
Uh, I got a lot of mind clearing training before going before we were going to go to Kosovo, so it was quite terrifying. Um, but no, it's basically you say mind like a, clearing or mind clearing. Yes. <laughs> You'll never know. Yeah. Um, but no, it was it was like that realization came in where like oh shit like we're this is going to turn into a real war, and this army thing that I signed up for, which I knew was a possibility, was going to happen, and it's like yeah, it's pretty anxiety inducing. And then a few days later, I was on patrol. You know, we were doing like uh, elevated, um, like guard patrol around the base because it it's a small airfield, right? Mm-hmm. So for some reason, me and like this other guy in my unit were in a Humvee, and he was like, "I'm going to try and mud through this giant pit," and we got a Humvee stuck in mud up to the doors. We had to call a guy that knew how to get a wrecker without anyone else finding out it was a a helicopter it's a whole thing you know how hard it is to get a helicopter (laughs) (laughs) getting a tow truck was way easier but anyway i could say that i've been in a humvee that got stuck in mud it's not impossible folks uh but anyway yeah it's just like you know and then after that it's just kind of like well shit you know whatever happens will happen when you're in the military, you just basically listen to the people to tell you what to do, and you're like, "Oh fuck, okay, I guess this is what I'm doing." But here's the thing: <laughs> here's the here's the U.S. military's greatest flaw. Mm. Anybody can walk up and just tell them what to do. I walk up and I tell them what to do. No, I just did this. No, three days ago. What I was going military. See, not you're, anybody. You're, but you're not do anybody. This. You're not anybody. I am. Anybody. You're, you're making it sound like if you see somebody in uniform on the street, you can just walk up to them and be like, "Hey, go suck a dick over there." And they're like, "Okay, suck my dick." <laughs> yeah, I feel like they would. But you're a civilian contractor that they know that you're. They're there to help you specifically. But if you just walk no. up to anybody on that base, they're these are just fucking total fucking strangers. They don't know who I am, why I'm there, what I'm doing. They are simply <laughs> an escort. Yeah, that's but no, pretty. No, no. They, but an escort Brett does know why they're there. They don't there. know why I'm there. I, th- they, they I could be a fucking invader. They, they will just stand there. Sales guy. They will just become inanimate if you don't talk to them. Right. They'll so just you stand talk to them, you can activate mm-hmm. them, and I go, I have a fucking army. I could just make an army. I could just say, are you bored? Technically, you have a Do navy. This. You have a navy. Whatever. <laughs> okay, they can float. <laughs> they know how to swim. Yeah. They uh, got planes. That too. They can fly and swim. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, Mother Top Gun. Fuck. That's the Navy. Um, but yeah, I, that is kind of the way that the military works: is that the the youngins get told what to do, and then they do things. But so no, explain I, Maverick. Then he nobody told him what to do. Did what he wanted. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm listening to this book, and it's it's weird because I've really avoided anything to do with the 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 war, so to speak. For years, I really didn't think about it. I mean, I did a little bit because I still have buddies that were in at the time. And I mean, it's been 20 goddamn years. So most of them have retired or killed themselves or just become civilians like me. And, um, but like, I've slowly over the past couple of years started listening to podcasts by veterans or about veterans and then just sort of like kind of like reacclimating myself with that mindset, I guess, or just not mindset, but thinking about my time in the military and then not feeling super depressed about it per se. And just, I don't know. It's really hard for me to explain. 
and how, re-enlisting. Yeah, I'm going. That's what I was gonna say. I'm going now to Iran. Army Reserve. Are you feeling less resentful of your time? Yeah, a little bit. More grateful. I don't. No, I don't. I'm not gonna say that I felt grateful about the time, but I am. It's more of just kind of like feeling neither good nor bad. Just being like, well, there you go. There's not much more. Yeah, and I think that's a pretty good orientation to have. Because for years, yeah, being in New change it. like being in New Hampshire, like I was around a lot of people, and I had the attitude where like being in the military is really fucking dumb and is a bad thing and all this shit. But now it's so many years later, and I realized like most of those people were fucking idiots that didn't have their shit together either. So it's like, pff, like they were all fucking morons too. So who are they to judge what I did when I was 17, 18? I, you know, I can see that in a much more like lower risk way which is college okay. where it's like yeah that happened it was stupid you know but or yeah. there might have been something else there might have been some kind of lost opportunity but it was a transition because oh, yeah, i, cause I was think a, of shit all the time yeah. like well what if i joined the air force what if i'd become a photographer but for me it was a transition to one part of life to another you yeah. know and that's what it was and that's all that's all i can look at it as is there, there doesn't need to be any resentment or regret that doesn't do anything. A lot of or times, fond memories. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about fond memories, but most of my memories, when I think about them, I, I I go like, Jesus Christ, I did that, and then I'm like bitching about something that I'm doing now. It's so weird. It was. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like me, in a way. Exactly. Totally get that too. But yep. uh, I don't know. It's just. It's interesting because it, it kind of. Maybe part of it is just being bored at work. And so I've been reading up on places and events and then thinking about like, oh, yeah, like I was part of this thing called Operation Anaconda, which was like the first big operation where they were going after the Taliban. And then I'm trying to find articles about it. And like there's barely even any articles about this huge operation that happened because there's so much fucking history after I even was there. Mm. It's weird. Weird to think about. Do you guys have memories? This kind of prompts me from this. That you like, you can remember something pretty clearly, but you're like, I can't believe that was me. That wasn't part of like a predestination paradox or a yeah. causal loop. Something that actually happened, as far oh, yeah. as you know, where you're like, I well, can't I mean, believe I think about some me. of the crazy missions and things that happened when I was flying around in the fucking mountains of Afghanistan, and not really even realizing at the time like what a crazy fucking dangerous situation I was in. Mm-hmm. But now, like reading some of these tales of like. You know, think, like guys dying, IEDs, you know, crazy battles where like a bunch of people die, like infantry die and whatever, helicopters crash and shit and thinking like, Jesus, that could have been me, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. So I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it per se, but it kind of like, I kind of want to go back and watch some of these documentaries or movies now about Afghanistan that I've avoided for years just because I didn't, I don't know. I didn't really want to think about it. I think another part of it too is I've had a lot of conversations with some guys at work that had like uh, family members, per se, parents that were in World War II, and I don't know. It's kind of interesting because they have, well, they're not direct veterans, but they talked about how fucked up their parents were, and you know, it's kind of like a roundabout way of sort of almost like a therapy session to talk about like. You know, and the way that being in a war zone sort of 
shapes a person and trying to explain it to somebody else like why people are so shut down or why they got mentally fucked up or why they're alcoholics or something i think that's helped a little bit too i don't know if that makes sense to you guys it does listening to this yeah sure yeah i just have no frame of reference yeah well, yeah, most people do. That's the reason that most veterans don't talk about this right. kind of stuff to somebody who wasn't there. And why it becomes invisible. And that's yeah. how it can be perpetuated. Because let's just fucking have a parade and celebrate and thank people for their service and never Yeah, that's the other depressing stuff. thing, too, is that, like, you know, we, you know, especially after the year of 2020, when the government did all this crazy shit, and it's still continuing, and it just seems to be getting more insane... And then you have this holiday called Independence Day, and everybody's like, America's freedom. Thank you for your service. All that shit. And it's like, what the? Like, it weaponizes are people. Are these people all retards that don't know? Well, so the success <laughs> so of happy? this, I think, is that it weaponizes people's emotions against them. Because oh, like, sure. if you look at the costs, not so much in the U.S., but like, definitely it's with World War II, all these people lost dads, husbands children you know and then they had to like find some kind of a meaning right there there had to be a meaning for that death i mean it happens when somebody dies like in a car accident it's like we'll find meaning in their in their life right this kind of this kind of goes back to what andrew's talking about like is it better to to not know and be happy or to know and be fucking depressed as shit because if everybody really um because I've listened to other things about Vietnam too. And like, if people really confronted the batshit crazy horror that is war and what happens to people on both sides and like how fucking useless it is, I think we'd all be, it's sort of like a trauma response. Yep. Like the, the way that Andrew's time slowed down when he's trying to avoid this debris field. And then if it's, if it's an insane enough amount of trauma, people forget that time. Like your brain naturally sort of tries to ignore, like forget that shit. Mm -hmm. And so I think as a society, we're trying to not really acknowledge the horror that has been some of these conflicts and like the realization. Because yeah, I mean like if people really as a society realize what a fucking useless waste of life and money and time most of these conflicts are, then I th I don't know. I think people would just be way more depressed or angry. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. I think they do realize they don't have to think about it very much. Yeah, true. We, we're, we're currently in a society where we can... Like, you can realize it. it and then just not let it bother you. And, and be like, fuck on. yeah, we're going to dinner later on. Yeah. So who cares? Like, we're going to dinner later on. <laughs> that's all I can think about. <laughs> You're talking about war. I'm thinking about dinner. Well, if anybody's interested, I, I recommend this audio book or the real book, The Hardest Place. It's a, it's an interesting perspective and you really get to learn about it. It's like some of the fucking crazy shit that happened in Af the mountains of Afghanistan and what a god-awful fucking Yeah, because like, I feel like you could waste. get back to life and then ignore everything that happened mm -hmm. or you stay in it, right? You stay in it and then you're not ignoring it. You're avoiding life. And you're accepting what you're doing and what you've done. And part of you just wants to stay there because it's mm. like the, the new reality. Yeah. Yeah, I guess some people are like that. But right? they don't like it. It's just... Maybe not, yeah. It's just well, I think what some is people do like possible. it. They, okay. become, they become cops. Oh. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe not. 
I don't think cops are at risk. I mean, some are. Not really. Not compared to war. No, I guess not. Unless it's in Chicago. I don't know. Well, that's not true either because that's gang violence. They're all shooting each other. They'll shoot a cop. Yeah, they'll probably do. And then I was thinking, I don't know, like the question you asked earlier, Andrew, where you said like, do do I feel like, depra- like what is it, shameful or proudful or whatever? I don't know. I think it's been so many years and in the light of the last year, so my thought process has sort of been skewed based on what happened over the last year where it's like I I feel like I'm a little bit more proud to be a person that was part of the military because that sort of paints me as a person who's not a lefty piece of shit. As opposed to someone growing up and joining the protest bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, until, well, but. And I feel like that's it's kind of the, the reason that some of these, like if you're a dipshit with a fucking, uh, what is it, stars and bars or whatever, the southern. Uh, what was the, the Confederate flag? Confederate flag, yeah. Part of that is just because it is a, it's like, it's a way to very directly symbolize your ideology to the rest of society or your, your sort of like faction. Mm-hmm. And in a way, like, I kind of, like, I'm starting to sort of like feel more connection to veterans Whereas a few years ago, like I didn't really want to be associated as a veteran, but now it seems like I'm more at ease with that distinction. Well, boy, are you in the right uh, town for it. No, yeah. Maybe that's part of it too. Maybe yeah. it's because I, I both work with people. Like I've been in a career field that de- deals with a lot of military and defense shit. I don't know. It's kind of an emotional war that I go through because I don't like that per se, but also it like... That is my career path, just because I make cool shit, but it happens to be for the stupid military. So do you feel like you've been pushed there by like the things that have happened in society? Because I think about like in the beginning of all of this, like I was pretty fresh out of college, like when 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. So I'd gotten like all the Howard's in stuff, which is, you know, fine. I mean, he's not right about everything, but he had a lot of good anti-war things to say. Then all this shit happens. And I remember thinking like just from a historical perspective well this is a really interesting time to be alive with all this but i mean this was from fucking being in a classroom teaching history so it wasn't like mm. you know but it pushed me to the le- to the left you know yeah but at that time i and i'm not just saying this cuz i was there but that it actually seemed like a more principled way to be at at the time but now it's like all right well if these people like veterans or the butler folk are in opposition to the all the other crazy shit that we see in society or at least one version of all the crazy shit like that's kind of made me more sympathetic without the experience you know yeah. like i feel kind of you know like we talked about uh covid and like i'd see somebody last year like or last spring I'd say, you know, somebody who didn't give a fuck about it, I'd be like, oh, man, I don't know. I think it's something you should give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. And then seeing somebody who was like way too much giving a fuck about it yeah. and being like, geez, and you just feel yourself kind of pushed one way or the other by your reaction to somebody else's behavior, you know? Yeah, kind of like on you- this show, I was doubling down on, you know, things aren't going back to normal, but agitated to do so by 
encountering different perspectives. Mm-hmm. But then seeing the fucking hysterical person emerging by like April or May of last year and being like, holy shit. Well, like Andrew was talking about how he's like, you almost felt you were supporting cops because they were, they were the focus of ire of the Antifa people who you hated even more. Yeah. It's like pick a side. It's hard to, (laughs) but yeah, you're kind of, you're forced into a side. It makes you think like, what are your, like, what are your opinions? Are they, do they even actually exist? Or are they just a? I, I guess they can't are you exist just in a vacuum. A narrative. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Are we all? Because we're not really individuals. We're all shaped by the, the the realities around us. That's sort of a random. It's really kind of random. Because if we had all been born in Germany, <laughs> yeah. What kind of th- what kind of people would we be? Well, you and I already know. <laughs> Uh, we would be the best people. The best people. And it doesn't always seem like it's going to be the best for us. Zip superior people. Yeah, it's pretty good, you know. There's uh, lots of, um, well, we don't have any money. I'd be dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah we've got to get rid of this guy. Remember when he was a spy? Oh, yeah. Said we found out he was part of the side that is to blame. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to hear some new drops. Jessica said she got eighty five. 85? There's 84 items in this fucking folder. 84, then. <laughs> Holy of shit. Close. What a fan. The Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch, the no, Brady Bunch, the Bunch of Brady's. There's so many. Fucking Bunch of Brady's. They got divorced. They got a bunch of kids. Nobody cares about their dead parents. Keep going. I couldn't swallow the bourbon for the longest time. Pretty great. Oh man! Well, it's uh, yeah. How about how about now? <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, that that was a great way to you know <laughs> the, a great way to start the show. Yeah, remember? these drops are the best wow, way to get us in the mood. we did a good job last week. Now we're gonna suck. What, yeah, it helps from us remember what we did because I had no clue what we did. <laughs> I knew we talked about history, I think, but that was it. I don't even know we're what history show. I don't know what historical thing we talked about. Man, you got a lot of knobs to fiddle with. I didn't realize how much work. All this, all this stupid sound. Oh, we done? You said a Vita Zane. Oh, we don't have to be. I mean, <laughs> oh, we can cut it anywhere we want. I'm excited to get the show over. How with do you him. say that counts as a show in German? Brett. Oh, I, I <laughs> can look it up. Everybody type Google Translate. Uh, I'll just uh, sing Edelweiss while you look this up. Edelweiss, Edelweiss. Oh, German words go here in between the other two that I know. How does das Salt Aschau. Das Salt Aschau. What, really? Das Salt Aschau. Das Salt Aschau. Eric in the chat says, that counts as a scheisse. 
Indeed. Indeed it is. I just wanted to get to the part where we name the show. Portmanshow.com slash VIP slash... No, wait, fuck. Portmanshow.com slash VIP for as little as $5 a month. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this evening. And have a happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Happy anniversary.